0: Hey, Dave's not here, and neither is Bruce. Bruce St. James is off today. I thought you looked different. A little bit easier <laughs> on the eyes. Thank you. A and Bruce is
1: pretty easy on the eyes, he I is say. pretty. He yeah. is
0: pretty easy on the eyes.
1: He really? is off today. Yeah. Is. I, oh, I, I consider wow. him Dang. nice looking. Yeah, but I'm stopping there. No more compliments <laughs> for him. Yeah, no, he's pretty good looking. Yeah, he's not bad looking. <laughs> I mean, I'm good looking, so.
0: It's a good like in the, the morning bar. show.
1: Midge, yeah. A.K.A. Cheese. Yeah, I didn't mean to leave you out. You Thanks. are also. I was, start, I was starting to
0: feel You're like good look looking. I've known you, you, you a long, it. long, long yeah, time. Yeah, we were kids. No, I, I wasn't. You were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old oh. enough to be your mom. I yeah,
2: think. Uh, yeah. Please.
1: Although you hold you, I'm like, right behind you. I guess. I mean not literally, but like in age wise. And I your blonde know. hair is coming out. I like your blonde hair. It's yeah. gray, isn't it? No, he dyed it blonde. <laughs> yeah he but bleached it doesn't it. come out it doesn't
2: come i know it comes, it comes out it's out coming dark. out great yeah, which is why come, i bleached oh, it yeah yeah I,
1: be I liked it bleached it you. made you look punky
0: yeah i'm a punk and you cool know. very like cool jim mcmahon the punky qb yeah right? the punky dj Punky DJ. All right. I'm Wendy Snyder. Nick Gale is here. Miranda's here. And we are going to have some fun today. We've got a lot of stuff planned and stuff we're going to figure out <laughs> while we get going here. Uh Phone number 312-591-8900. Does Bruce take calls? Because I want to take calls. All the time. I need calls. Call us, and I don't have a text line up. So Judy, you can handle the texts. Absolutely, got it right here. All right, I actually went out. I am not wearing a mask because I've been vaccinated since um,
1: March. I mean, you're March. wearing a mask. You just mean not right now.
0: Yes, I wear yeah. it out in public, right. in public places, um, and I feel safe. We've all been vaccinated. We've all been vaccinated mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually went to a movie theater, which surprises me.
1: Did so- you have to wear the mask during the movie?
0: Um, it's so weird. Now, Midge, I know you've been to a movie. Yeah. You've been to a couple. It's The
1: same thing.
2: If you're at a restaurant, we encourage you to re- you know when you're not eating. Okay, so, so I they just had my soda not- up to my mouth the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: See, that's what it is. Right? At the beginning, we went to I, my son Dylan is 18. One of his favorite movies in all the land is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It came out 10 years ago, but this was a theatrical release in a Dolby theater Gosh. where you're sitting there and like with all the sound Dolby cinemas. Oh my god, your chair vibrates. Yes. AMC Barrington has the same thing. This was out in Oak Brook yeah. and he went one night with his brother, one night with Jimmy Mack, my husband, and one night with me. So he went three nights. He
3: wow. wanted to see oh it. Oh, my goodness. He um,
0: put something on Instagram about um, and tagged Edgar Wright, who is the director, and, and Dylan said something like, you know, I feel guilty that I didn't actually pay for this ten years ago when it came out, so I'm seeing it three times. And Edgar Wright liked his Instagram wow. post, so wow. that made Dylan's whole life nice yeah and so we're there watching the beginning and you know the coca-cola looked so good and bubbly i wanted to jump in there and then it says about a mask first of all it says no phones turn your phones yeah, off the usual not my night but the night before when jimmy mac took him uh there were two girls right next to him with their phone on just like texting or doing something Full brightness, finally Dylan had to go, could you turn the phone off? Because seriously, that's what I haven't missed about going to a movie theater. Right. People suck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they I really know. do. I know. They it's, talk. They the say phone, things back to the movie. Put it on low brightness, because if you just see that white screen, it totally Ruins pulls it. you out put of the movie. Put it away. I You're know. at
1: a movie. It's like the one time you, don't,
0: you shouldn't feel guilty about putting your phone away. Right. And just...
1: Totally concentrate on the movie. I know. And
0: so they say, you know, shut the phone off and everything. And then they say, and masks should be worn at all times unless you're eating or drinking. So as soon as I see that on the screen, (laughs) I pull up my bottle of water that I snuck in and started drinking. Because I wasn't next to anybody. It was Dylan and I, and there was quite a lot of space in between us and other people. So no, I didn't wear the, the mask at the movie theater in it during the movie, but yeah. going to the bathroom or the concession stand, mm-hmm. common areas, yeah, no, I was yes. just wondering
1: if they if they recommend it during the movie. They do, but unless you're eating or drinking,
0: so, yeah. Yeah, I just kept the water bottle up by my the mouth. The cool thing about these
2: theaters now are, if you look at the, you know, when you order tickets, Back to the Future. There's, like, a bunch of old movies yeah. that, you, you know, like you said, your son might not have seen back in the day. Right. And they have, and so the... There was like twelve girls behind me, little girls, and I looked at them. What movie did you see? uh, Wrath of Man. uh, Funny Nemo. Yeah, (laughs) no. But I asked these. I asked the mom. I'm like, "What are you? What are you? You know, guys, going to go see? Oh, Back to the Future." I'm like, "How did you get tickets? Because every time I try to get tickets for Back to the Future, sold out." (laughs) She goes, "We rented the whole theater out. What? Hundred bucks? That's it? And you can rent the whole theater out, and you can bring up to twenty friends." And have a party and watch whatever movie you want. Newer movies are more expensive, but they'll put mo- old movies on. How cool is that? You get the
1: whole theater. Hundred dollars, hundred bucks. Seems like there's something wrong with that no, deal. I, I, yeah, I, I told the lady. People
0: going like I think it was forty bucks for Dylan and I to go. Yeah, yeah. thirty five so bucks. Get ten yeah. people together, ten bucks each. I mean, it's how, a great look, deal. Look how quick I ran out the out. whole theater and have. Are the whole you place sure you this is not this is above board and everything? Because yeah. I've never heard of this. No, no, she
2: rented it out. It was like for a birthday party, they rent the whole theater out. They got to watch Back to the Future. And these kids, have, you know, they were like 13, 12. So they'd never saw it on the big screen.
0: Seen it, saw it. They had never seen it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was pretty excited to get back to a movie theater. I've gone out to breakfast. um, I went to play darts with Jim nice. one night. We did yeah, a date Yeah, I've gone night. to restaurants,
1: bars. I haven't been to a movie uh, theater. Yeah, I kind of was to surprised to myself. Yeah, well. That was fun, sitting at a bar, at the actual bar. Because at the <laughs> bar, there's not six feet. It's maybe three feet, but it's still enough. Well, now that's three feet's okay. and again, I'm vaccinated, so, see, yeah, right. if you're not vaccinated... You're t- the person's taking the risk who's not vaccinated.
0: I know, but you technically are supposed to keep your mask on. I was at a place recently, and the place said put masks on, to, or you must have a mask to, to required to enter. And then on the bathroom doors, it's like masks right. to get yeah, in I, here. Yeah, I walk around. I with was it, the but- only one with the mask on. And I, uh, you know, people were looking at me like, "You're a pariah." I'm like, "No, was, I'm vaccinated. I don't really." I care. was I'm in Alabama in March.
1: <laughs> Enough said. Florabama, yeah, uh, yeah. I was the only uh, weirdo wearing a mask. I mean, uh, my family and I. I mean, which we were fine, but every- Walmart, restaurant, everywhere, nobody had a mask on. Well, I and think that was March.
2: I wear a mask oh. when I when I go to Walmart anytime
1: yeah <laughs> well, i'm to going to okay this i am not i know people hate the mask and i do too but i you know i don't want to see your face i kind of like that the mask
2: right you can go to walmart in beverly hills and still see the weirdest people it <laughs> doesn't matter where you're at jesus walmart. like
1: uh could you put yeah. your mask on <laughs> sweetheart please sweetheart, put that thing on you cover up your tooth <laughs> not in
2: california
3: yes uh,
2: really you go to walmart anywhere and you're gonna see the weirdest people
0: yeah but they have the best prices don't they 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 do do. i know it sucks i mean you need dishwashing soap here it's like two dollars less at walmart than anywhere else yeah Yeah. um all right so life has changed a little bit uh we're talking about a bridge i think friday they're going to announce something here in the city where we can't
1: go from phase four to phase five we have to take a bridge
0: Yeah, I don't know how that works. They're just—they
1: just made it up. We should have—we (laughs) should be in phase five. But instead of saying now we're in phase because we're done with phase four, they said we're going to do a bridge because they're just—they just can't get there. Which is fine. I mean, I don't care what you
0: call it. I just want it to—to go the right direction. And numbers are down, I believe, here in Chicago. I don't think
1: anyone wants us to go full speed ahead and then have to pull back. We've talked to enough restaurant yeah. people and owners, business owners, who are like that is the worst thing. Yeah, if we reopen and then have to close, so we they even would rather just do it the right way.
0: Turtle in the hair, Judy. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. I mean, Did isn't you that see, true? Yeah, you absolutely. See Indiana though,
2: Indiana ending all mask mandates.
0: Indiana. Nothing. Hey, if you're in Indiana, yeah. 312-591-8900. Are you cool with that? Because I know that some people are, but yeah. I know that some people wish. That masks would continue. I yeah. have friends in Texas. They haven't had masks maybe the whole time. I mean, they
1: really. And she, But she said, it's amazing how many people wear their masks.
0: We were talking about, Judy, I think you said in Indiana a mask is not required. And we were curious, uh, are there people in Indiana that wish a mask was required? Kelly's on the line. Hi, Kelly. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. So um, what's going on in Indiana? Which part, by the way?
4: Well, I'm in Crown Point.
0: Okay,
4: so yeah, Um, and I'm actually a a school bus driver for Crown Point Schools, and so obviously we still have to wear a mask. Um, So I'm getting ready to. go Is that because they
1: require you to?
4: Yes. Oh, okay. Schools, we still all the children. Right. um, Yes, everyone. So just so people um, are clear,
1: just because the state says you don't have to wear a mask anymore, private businesses can do whatever they want.
4: Exactly. So there's a lot of restaurants in the community that still require it, but there are some small businesses where you can just walk right in without a mask, no problem. Um, How
3: do you so, feel about yeah, that?
0: I'm What's like... your feelings?
4: Well, I'm 100% okay with it. I feel like if you still want to wear a mask because that's what you want to do, then I think that you should. But I think that the people, especially the ones that have been vaccinated, that's what I don't understand. If you've been vaccinated you should that should be like you shouldn't have to
0: wear one if you don't want I don't know that should be your that
1: should be your reward right yes you're vaccinated yes. no mask exactly yeah because exactly. i just read
0: somewhere that if you're vaccinated you don't shed the virus so we cannot get anyone else sick i don't know how that yes. works right you could still we just don't know right we don't know for I sure guess. you could still get it but the whole
1: point of the of the vaccine is you won't certainly you won't die secondly you probably won't go to the hospital and you probably will just have mild symptoms so i mean if you want to take that risk and not wear a mask you know you've been vaccinated you've done everything you're supposed to do right
0: now do you have you yes. gotten a vaccine kelly
1: i haven't
0: are I haven't. you going to so you should to?
1: probably wear your mask kelly <laughs>
0: yeah but, <laughs> i'm just curious wear it i do wear it, yeah. do wear it are so, you going yeah. to are you still thinking about um, it what's the, what what's the what's holding you back
4: I'm probably not going to get
0: it. All right.
4: Yeah, that's just how I feel. That's I just I'm totally fine, and it's not. It's not political. It's nothing like that. I just I, I never got the flu vaccine. I just you know I just whatever. I mean, are you what Are you this? feeling
1: like you won't? You just are kind of one of those people who, and there are who just you just feel like you're not going to get COVID.
4: Exactly. I just feel like I'm...
2: I'm yeah.
0: yeah, I mean... No, I, I know a lot of people who've said that. Time.
2: Kelly, no, what I about may... this? What if your school says uh, in order to keep working, you're going to have to get the I vaccine?
0: <laughs> and I they may. Work. They may do that.
3: Yeah. I work know. with all the kids. i tell
2: you. Yeah, I, I just... I
4: feel like after this long... Why would they do that now? Like we've made we're 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 nearing the end. I feel like no, because
0: there are a lot of people. Like only seventy percent of the people uh, that can are getting vaccinated, right? And you need to get over that hump to have herd immunity. And so people and you know like talking of schools, I've had kids that go to public schools, and you have to get your meningitis B shot. You have to get certain required shots, or you can't step in the building. Think of it this
1: way too. there right. are people like you on the opposite side who are going to say, "Oh, wait a second! I don't want her driving my kids if she's not va- <laughs> right. You know what I mean?
0: That's yeah, it's too bad, yes. but yeah, they're yeah, going to say if they're vaccinated, right. and right. now it but, looks like twelve to fifteen year olds might be able to get the vi- or the vaccine. Right?
4: It's well, a it doesn't come to that yet. So yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm just kind of, kind of weighing, waiting it out. Yeah. So I guess yeah. we'll just have to see, but. Yeah, so we so appreciate you calling. Um
1: Thank you know you what? So much.
0: Uh stay healthy. That's all yeah, we can say exactly. to you Kelly. Yeah.
1: K- keep wearing that mask. I plan <laughs> on it. Thank
0: <laughs> you so <laughs> much. Thanks. Uh 3125918900. Really, I'd love to talk I, to wait, the listeners. I just thought about that though when what? I said it.
1: That should be the reward. If you don't get the va- if this is what the state should do if they really cuz you know instead of the donuts and the free coffee and stuff. you yeah. should say Budweiser. no. You don't get you don't have to wear a mask if you get the vaccine. Because how many people just hate wearing their mask? Yeah, I don't
0: even really bother. It doesn't. bother It doesn't me bother that much. me either. And I know I'm going to get somebody go uh, texting saying, "Oh yeah, do you wear it when you're driving by yourself?" No, I don't. I don't wear it when I'm walking my yeah. dog. I wear it when I'm around other people, and I don't know that they've been vaccinated. Yeah, that's
1: it. And I, I, you're right. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I But I will say, since I've been vaccinated, it's I'm forgetting more and more to put it on. Like today, I oh, I, I washed my Cheese, I washed my masks. This oh, it's been a week or two. Really? Gross. Yeah, because Bruce and Cheese were saying they never washed. I haven't ever. Wait, what? I know.
3: Bruce says that
0: uh that um, face went with the from smile the, on
3: it. Yeah, it's like from a joker
0: the, or something. It's from the planes, the war planes. That's what he... Oh, eats. that's what I was oh. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: it does, huh? <laughs> How long have you guys been <laughs> I know, on? I just thought it was some
0: weird-looking
1: smile. That's true, but it is off the front of a plane. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. tell why he has the mask on or off.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Nose art?
1: Is that, it? was that what it's called, yeah. Nick? Nose art?
5: Yeah, uh, I just anyway, use the disposables. they
1: don't wash them. So, but my point being, I washed them yesterday, so I got in my car. I, mean, I was driving here already. I would have turned
0: around. And I was like, oh,
1: my God, I don't have a mask. But I always have one handy always in my car yeah. somewhere. There's
0: always one. All right, well, some of the things that are not going to go back to normal anytime soon. Uh, movie ticket prices, paying $20 for a movie uh, when even before the pandemic hit, most movies weren't even worth that money. That's kind of true. Yeah. Um, the weird pride surrounding dragging yourself to work when you're sick. I think people who are not feeling well are going to call in more and more oh, now. Yeah.
1: And if you say, you know, I, I think I'm okay, but I, you know, I'm not feeling that great, but I can come in. Your boss is going to say no. Yeah. Go
0: home. Uh, sitting in a doctor's office waiting room when you're sick. That is going to change. Mm. Yeah. I, cause now it's like they give you a time to show up. Sometimes you sit in the car yeah, and they had, come, yeah. I haven't
1: had that in a while. I just show up now. My dentist. Really? Yeah. I, they haven't said that to me. So I don't do it anymore.
0: I have to go to the dentist. I kind of put off putting the, de- uh, going to the dentist. I love my dentist, but the person who greets you when you walk in has never worn a mask. What? And that really? bothered me. So, oh, I, that's not acceptable. I know. Yeah. So, I just thought Do they have I a could, shield. Uh, uh, yeah, but still, but still and, yeah, no. And, and I, you know, we brought it up. Like, why aren't you wearing it? And she goes, "I just don't like to." And I'm like, "I don't like that answer." You
1: should tell the dentist. I bet they'll it's, make her put it right. On. No, they
0: didn't. And I love my wow. dentist, but I'm a little overdue. So,
1: mm, I yeah, know. that's the thing. He, not going back to the doctor. Are we gonna I know. Be, are, that's going to be weird. I'm very disappointed with the the last one there about the buffets. What? What? We better have buffets still. No, I don't know wow. how. You know, I don't know. Listen, I love a buffet. Yeah. I'm the self-proclaimed queen
0: of the brunch, buffet. I love brunch. I do, too. But when I think about it, even pre-pandemic... It's really gross. <laughs> See, this
1: has made it us really all is. like more psycho clean, right? I know. Yeah, which is good. You're right. I, I, I say this all the time. I love going anywhere now and it's so much cleaner. But the buffet, I, lo- I want to graze. I love to graze. <laughs> I love a buffet. I really do. But And how about now brunch? They're like Mother's Day brunch. Yeah, br- It's
0: just you order off the menu.
1: I'm like, that's really? not brunch. That's not yeah. brunch. No, yeah.
0: brunch is brunch. Brunch is when you place an order at the omelet station, yeah, and yeah. then you cheat and go ahead and walk and get some fruit and then come back for your omelet. Yeah. So yeah. then people get mad at you like, no, you're supposed to wait for it. It's like,
1: mm, no. No, no. Why would you? That's dumb.
0: I know. Go graze know. and then come back. No. I know. All right, uh, we have um, Alexander Zalbin coming on with us. If you want to know anything about TV, go to Decider.com. He's the managing editor. A lot has happened. Did you guys watch Saturday Night Live with Elon Musk? I missed it, but it didn't matter because okay, I heard guys, all about it. Do you yeah. guys watch us? Because I watch it. No. Ev- no. I, 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 so I'm the only one.
1: I think about it
0: every Saturday, and then I just, I'm like, eh. I watch it every week, and it's come to the point where I, Jim, and I critique every scene, every sketch, and it's. (laughs) Okay, let me ask,
1: let let us ask you, those of us who don't watch it, is it still good? There are really good
0: moments. Mm, Really? Okay, there's our answer. Yeah. Weekend update is usually pretty good. Always good. But otherwise. There there were some funny sketches in this one. Now, and I hear
1: uh, Miley Cyrus was awesome.
0: She is very, she sounds like a goat when she sings sometimes with her vibrato. (laughs) A goat? Um, A little bit, but she was awesome. Does that make any sense? No, No, she's really good. Her voice is really good. She's really good. Everyone says she stole the show. She was really good. I'm a television woman, that is for sure. I'm Wendy Snyder, in for Bruce St. James this morning. Judy Pilak's here, Cheese is here, Miranda's here, Nick Gale's here. Uh, and Alexander Zalbin is on the line with us, managing editor at Decider.com, one of the best websites about all things television. Alex, thanks for being with us.
6: Thanks so much for having me.
0: I don't know where you want to begin. Uh I know you sent some topics and I was looking Jupiter's Legacy. I don't even know what that is and cheese you said you're interested in seeing that.
2: I, no, I watched the first episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, go ahead, Alexander. <laughs>
1: Is that a Netflix sure, series? What no, yeah, what is
6: it? Yeah, uh, what is it? So he, here's the deal about Jupiter's Legacy. I'm always hesitant to talk about things that don't quite work. I much prefer to look at things that do work. But this is a <laughs> new superhero show on Netflix. It dropped on Friday. I um, highly recommend you check out the comics, which are a lot of on there by a writer named Mark Millar and an artist who's fantastic named Frank Quitely. The comic books were about. What if you had superheroes, the Justice League, Superman, kind of, you know, just sort of an amalgam of him and Wonder Woman, and all these characters. They had kids. Wouldn't they act like celebrity kids? Wouldn't they coast on their fame, get drunk a lot, go to bars?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah.
6: Which is great. idea. Yeah, the show barely touches on that, oh. which is kind of the bummer part. Um that all said uh instead it kind of focuses on why heroes kill and this big mythology and how they got their powers it jumps between two timelines very weirdly it stars josh Duhamel in a terrible old age wig the, yeah, the old age it looks horrible is in it. absolutely awful but when they do the flashback sequences he's actually pretty good he works with an actor named ben daniels who is pretty excellent across the series and the only one who really pulls off the old beige makeup um, But the other things that work about it by the end a little bit is it gets deeper and weirder. There's an actor named Matt Lanter who has done, he was on a show called Timeless. He also voiced Anakin Skywalker on a lot of the Star Wars shows. He's pretty charming and good throughout. And the third episode of the series really just focuses on his character, and that's a lot more fun. But overall, it's just not great. But at the yeah. same time, it's a huge hit on Netflix because... That's what always happens. So there you go.
2: I expected a lot more coming from Mark Millar because he's just the comic books are amazing, and it was really kind of cheesy. I thought, and like you said, Josh Duhamel looks horrible in that wig. It's hard to watch. So I I couldn't even make it through the the first episode.
6: (laughs) That's it's a huge problem. I think, particularly with Netflix, when you're dropping all episodes like that. The benefit, of course, is if you really do want to power through. Again, by about the seventh or eighth episode, it becomes something. Moderately more interesting, but
1: all right, <laughs> okay. But if it's yeah. not good, why is it so popular? I don't understand. It's not, yet. it's not yet.
6: This happens a lot on Netflix, and this is something that really they built their business on. Is they drop all of these episodes at once. People are just looking for something to watch. Literally anything to watch. Uh, and the other part of it is they measure the metrics, which a lot of TV critics get kind of annoyed about. They basically measure it on, did somebody watch two minutes of any episode of the show? So when they put out stats saying, I'm probably getting this number wrong, but for example, 58 million households watched Bridgerton on Netflix. What they're actually saying is 58 million households, somebody on some device Watched at least two minutes
0: of some oh. episode of the show. So,
1: all right, but it's Bridger King. You know they watched I the whole watched thing. Never
0: <laughs> watched a minute of that.
1: Sex <gasps> was is incredible. Sexy for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's, yeah it,
6: it's pretty frustrating. But at the same time, I do think people see superheroes. They think, oh, is this part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'll check it out. I'll watch it. And that's what you're getting there. Again, not all the performances are bad. Some of the effects are pretty good. There's a good fight yeah. at the end of the first episode. Um, so it's not completely worthless, but it's one of those Netflix shows that I think just kind of coasts along and is just fine. It's just <laughs> fine enough to maybe get a second season, but it's not something I would strongly recommend.
0: All right, there's another comic book uh, series that I absolutely loved, and if you haven't seen it, binge it, uh, Watchmen. That was so good. Wow. And Gene Smart was in there and did a great job, and now Gene Smart is going to be in this... Um, I guess she's an aging comedian in Vegas and she's paired with this hack comic. What's the hacks. I'm looking oh forward to this.
6: I'll, I'll tell you what, this is a, the exact opposite of Jupiter's legacy. This is one of my favorite shows that I've watched in a very long time. The first two episodes are coming to HBO max this Thursday. And like you said, it's about Gene smart. She's not exactly Joan rivers, but she has a residency in Las Vegas. She's a QVC comic. She's been working forever Uh, And just jamming out the same jokes for a long time. At the same time, there's a new and actual up-and-coming comic. Her name's Hannah Einbinder, uh, playing this character on the show. She's gotten canceled for her tweets in the show, so she can't get work anywhere. And they have the same manager, so the manager pairs them up so that the younger comic can write edgier, fresher jokes for the older aging comic and it, it goes through the beach, you might expect. You know, you're, you're going to expect that oh, they'll hate each other and they begrudgingly they'll start working together, but it's so much deeper and funnier and smarter than that. And Gene Smart is incredible on the show. Um, the one little point of caution that I'll mention is they're releasing it two episodes at a time weekly versus the whole season. The first two episodes are great, but they play a sort of an extended pilot. The third episode, I swear to you, I was sobbing at the end of the third episode. Uh, ooh. Which surprised me. So, watch the first two episodes. I think you'll like it, regardless, because Jeannie Smart again, incredible, hilarious actress. The jokes really hit across the board. But the third episode is the one that's going to grab you, and it just gets
0: rolling from there. And that's called Hacks, and it's on HBO Max. Gene Smart, Judy and I were just talking off the air. She's what, from Designing Women? Women was yeah, Ooh. I loved her
1: in that. I, but she's, she's so better good. now
0: than she's ever been. She After. has just really blossomed. And I know she's been an actor for a long time, but she's so very good. Um, all right, uh, mm-hmm. Mythic quest if you have apple tv which we do because or no we don't we have disney because of everything star wars and by the way alex the family loved bad batch that is oh, um the new star wars kind of spin off from uh clone wars is that the cartoon
3: right yeah yeah,
6: yeah it uh, bad batch takes place uh after ish Kind of the, uh, not Revenge of the Clones, uh, the third Star Wars prequel and before the original Star Wars movies. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's Mm -hmm. definitely, uh, even if you haven't watched Clone Wars, you can jump right in. There's two episodes of Bad Batch up on Disney Plus right now, and there's a third one coming this Friday.
0: All right, I Um, sent you a sidetrack because this is Apple TV and (laughs) Mythic Quest, and this is, I have room in my life for comedies. Tell us about Mythic Quest.
6: So this is a bit of a broader setup that I'll say, but if you have a new Apple device, you probably have Apple TV. You just might not know it. Um, And I think a lot of people just do not watch shows on Apple TV, but the comedies are great. And in particular, Mythic Quest is pretty excellent. It's from part of the team that's behind It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mm. but this is less caustic less bead a little sweeter it's set at a game design company that works on a massive multiplayer online role-playing game called mythic quest sort of like a world of warcraft type thing Uh, and it's an office comedy it's about trying to put together this game but it's very funny it's very smart about workplace culture in particular the first season has been up for a while they took a break like pretty much everybody for COVID, uh, but they did what is arguably the absolute best pandemic schedule uh, special right in the middle of COVID um, that you can check out on Apple TV, all just about working remotely. They paired it with one kicking off the second season that just started about what it's like to return to work in COVID, which, again, is very smart and very funny and yeah. very well done. Um, so check it out. There's a whole first season you can get through. If you're obsessed with Ted Lasso and you have Apple TV and you're looking for the next comedy to check out, definitely give Mythic Quest a try. It takes a couple of episodes to go rolling, but when it does, it's great. Hmm.
0: Uh, We are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk. Any fans of Sesame Street out there, stay tuned. We are talking to Alexander Zalbin, managing editor over at Decider.com. Turn my mic on. Jeez, come on. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Wendy Snyder. I'm in for Bruce St. James. And we have Alexander Zalbin on the line. We're talking TV. I know you have to get a kid or a couple kids to school. Um, yes. <laughs> decider.com, please tell me all about the Sesame Street street gang. I We all grew up on Sesame Street. What is this documentary Sure. This uh, documentary, it's on video on demand. So you're not going to get
6: it on Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. So you're going to pay a little bit of a a chunk of change, but it's called street gang, how we got to Sesame street. Uh, It was a big hit at Sundance, which mind you, Sundance was virtual this year. Um, Oh yeah. At the same time, uh, everybody really liked it. It is based on the book street gang by Michael Davis. Uh, And it delves into the history of Sesame Street with a lot of the people involved. The one criticism that I've seen of it is at 107 minutes, it's a little short and people wanted even more of it. But I think that's a good thing, you know, and if you always leave them wanting more. Right. Exactly. Check it out.
0: All right. So if you're a fan of Sesame Street, which I loved, I mean, Mr. Rogers, I love those documentaries as well in the movie with Tom Hanks. But watching Mr. Rogers, I felt like he was too gentle for me. I needed something more rocking. I liked <laughs> yeah. the electric company. And Sesame Street was pretty wonderful. Yeah, it, it really was um, and then, Alex, before we let you go, first of all, com. Go there for all your viewing needs. Um, SNL, I watched it. Uh, no one here on staff watches SNL anymore. I watch it every <laughs> Alexander, do you watch it?
6: I. It's a little too late for me, but I usually catch up on the mm-hmm. clips the next yeah. day at this point.
0: I watch it because I have faith that it's... It's still. going to get better. No, it's not <laughs> bad. It's not bad. And I have uh, a lot of. Well, you're a loyal fan. That's I, good. I, I really
2: am. just never know when the next John Belushi is going to pop up on it or right. the next Chris Farley or the next. I don't will know McConnell. that that will ever happen. You don't Let me think so. And you know what? Know.
1: Whenever this happens, like what happened from last weekend, and, you know, it's all these big stories come out, then I'm mad that I didn't watch it. Yeah. So
0: well. Elon Musk was the host. <laughs> and. All right. I was so proud of him for saying that um, yeah. because I, I know Dan Aykroyd has talked about having Asperger's and he was a cast member. I don't know that he probably did come back and host. I can't oh, remember. I he had to guess yeah. at some point. Yeah. But I thought I, that was a big reveal and I thought it was so honest and it has people talking about it. He wasn't... Terrible. His monologue wasn't great, but in some of the roles he played, he played Wario in a Mario sketch. He wasn't bad.
6: Maybe he should take a total pivot and go into comedy
0: I don't know about that, (laughs) but...
2: I think the guy could pivot and do anything he wants. He's got like $180 billion, so he could do whatever he wants.
0: And there was, uh, in the Mario sketch, it was... Now, who's his girlfriend that he's dating? She's a pop singer or something? Grimes grimes okay. i am so yeah. Oh, he's dating her for real yeah and she was in a sketch miley cyrus was awesome they did an uh, an open with miley cyrus singing a song and then all the cast members and their moms and i felt really terrible because it really fell flat in my opinion oh, really? i know the moms aren't hosts i know that But I just felt like they really either overacted or weren't very good. It kind of was a little... It bummed me out a little. Mm. No,
1: and I I thought that was popular.
6: Elon shouldn't work with them again at at this point.
0: Uh, (laughs) You shouldn't? No.
6: Yeah, (laughs) Elon should not form a comedy group with (laughs) them.
2: No improv group for Elon, huh? Okay. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And now I heard just lots of people were talking about Miley Cyrus and saying she was so great. She Mm, was great. She is a great singer. She... She has... what, what is it with her, though? I, I hardly ever hear about her. Once in a while. What, what does she do?
6: She, at this point, is concentrating on her music and her art, really. You know, she is less interested in being a pop star than actually following her muse and doing what she wants to do. And it's always actually really a pleasure when she shows up on the SNL because... Uh, One of the big things that I heard going into this week was when they announced Elon Musk and Miley Cyrus. Everybody said, wait, but she's great when she pulls double duty. Let her host as well, because she's very funny. So at this point, she's kind of doing what she has enough money to do what she wants to do, and she's doing it.
0: And why did they have Elon Musk? I know there was a joke during Weekend Update that this rocket... Some debris fell in the Indian Ocean. Yes. And uh, the only reason um, Colin Joe said, and I'm paraphrasing and won't do it justice, I'm sure, but he said, you know, people were wondering why Elon Musk was hosting anyway, but now I figured it out. He needed an alibi to make sure that it wasn't (laughs)
3: him. That's funny.
6: Yeah, I mean, I think at least part of it is that this season of SNL actually has been pretty good and silly, but it hasn't really been political or relevant in the same way that it was during the Trump years necessarily. So this is pure speculation, but I think they were looking for a host that would get people buzzing and talking and reacting negatively, reacting positively, fighting about it, um, which they're not necessarily going to get with some actor who potentially is going to have a movie coming out this week.
0: That's true. I just yes. wish they would have Timothy Chalamet on every week because I like looking <laughs> at him. There, that's how I said it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Alex, thank you so much. You guys can go to Decider.com and check out one of the greatest websites ever. He's the managing editor of Decider.com. Alexander Zalbin. Thank you so much for talking TV.
6: Oh, thanks so much for having me on. Always a pleasure.
0: It is a pleasure, and I am Wendy Snyder in for Bruce St. James. All right, I am laughing so hard right now. All right, I just have to give you a little behind-the-scenes thing. It's cracking me up. Uh, Cheese is here. I know you as Midge, but whatever. I'll call you whatever you want. Just not for late, <laughs> late for dinner. So uh, w- Nick's doing his news, and we're figuring out where we're gonna go. And Cheese pulls up a chair, and we're just chit-chatting and everything. And then the news ends, and I hear expletives because of what you weren't ready.
2: Well, no, I'm trying to, I was trying to print out a story for Judy about hair, and then I was trying to find a song about hair, and then the, the commercials were ending, and I was trying to grab Miranda, and I always want to come back with a song with, like, that Right,
0: that ties little in, little t- I get Yeah, it. right? I so radio, was trying bad. to find You're a this. DJ.
2: Segway, man. I was trying to find Devil's Haircut, right? Oh,
3: uh, yeah. In you know, my bag,
2: okay, so, then, you, I forgot that I had your mic on, and, because you, you could turn it on yeah, and Yeah, I off. turned it on, I filled was the Was I dead swearing? Air. I didn't swear. No, 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 no. I, no, no, I no. said crap, I think.
0: yeah. It's, you know it's good
1: a lord I, I was sitting here i didn't notice any of this all right well this is the dysfunctional morning
0: show <laughs> Do I'm she's at home. Who,
1: how did these people get in my bedroom i'm, like,
0: I'm, Hello, I'm, where I'm am sitting I? for bruce st james this morning and i think things go much more smoothly when he's here i don't know judy pilek's here Cheese is here. Miranda's Girlfriend, you are here. smooth as silk. Just oh, so thank you, know. you so much. Um, what I wanted to talk about was I saw this story. Uh, the army has authorized female so- soldiers to wear ponytails while in uniform. Now, this is a significant departure from a long held policy that's drawing both support and criticism. Now, I'll be honest with you. I, we're not a military family. So I don't really have a lot of military. I have no one in our family, man or woman. Uh, the branch approved, um, the move back in February, initially only allowing ponytails to be worn while conducting field or fitness training. Now, um, I guess I'm ignorant. I didn't know that you couldn't have a ponytail. But they made this change because in the past, women would have to have their hair in buns. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Why do I not know anything? Because I grew up in Brookfield? Really?
1: Okay, I think more than the ponytails, they can also now wear lipstick and earrings.
0: All right, well, that to me is much more important. I guess so, but the ponytails, the reason they did this. um, Right, it was was, a safety issue. Well, uh, certain health conditions, including alopecia, which is a type of hair loss, and to stop hair damage caused by a tight bun, you know, because the ballet dancers, they always do that really tight bun. It's not good to pull your hair like that. Really? I don't know. Puts a lot of stress on your follicles, Judy. Oh, then your hair falls out. Yeah. So they're allowing um, them to wear ponytails. Um, After hearing feedback, the Army has expanded the policy to allow ponytails with all uniforms. It announced this last week, uh, citing health and tactical benefits. And some people have a problem for this, saying that, you know, oh, the Army's trying to be woke. Why? Why? What's the problem? The new changes allow for female soldiers to wear a bun, a single ponytail, two braids, or a single braid, all such styling should hang down the center of the back and may hang no lower than the bottom of the shoulder blades while standing at attention. This according to the Army. Um, the U.S. Army today er, announced that an update to its grooming policy, but people are having a problem Is there, here. Well, what's the problem? Is there a controversy? Um, the, the change received some criticism, mainly from older officers or men, yeah. Um some, some of what whom it is. are now demanding that the army allow male soldiers to grow beards if female soldiers can wear ponytails.
1: Mm. Okay, right.
0: how does facial hair what I does don't it know. have to do with head hair? I don't know. Men, you have it so easy in life. Just let us have our stupid ponytails. Um quite frankly, <laughs> if I was in the military, it's my personal view uh, being a woman, I I'm,
1: I would love to abide by their old standards of the haircut. Then you have to can you imagine having a crew cut remember G.I. Jane oh my gosh yeah, yeah. you, you wouldn't have to worry that. about yeah doing your hair I mean now you've got to braid braided or you've got to put it in a ponytail just give me the give me the crew cut I'm good with that
0: yeah but I've often not to compare you know uh, people in the military to football players but there's been a lot of long hair in football I don't as understand
1: well. that well, i I'm you that to me, me. Hey, listen
0: wait it, let me do you finish. like it or no I love
1: it oh.
0: I think it looks awesome however if I was a football player and I saw some dreads or something hanging, I would pull. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you yep, pull on yeah. what you can, right? I mean, I'm a girl. I've been in a fight. And
1: hair is a big thing. Okay, I can mm. see you being in a fight. One time. <laughs> I've been in one fight. And you pulled hair. That's all we did. Oh, our hair was so tangled. We couldn't do anything else. We Our hair was all tangled. It was the 70s. So we had long hair. And my I remember my dad came home at that moment and uh, parked the car. Took his time, walked over. My grandmother came out of the house, and they stood there for a while, and then said, "All right, break it up." Since nothing was really happening, we were both crying. It was ridiculous, but yeah, it was all
3: hair.
2: See, I'm the opposite with you on the 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 football, baseball, the sports. You're an athlete. You don't need hair hanging down your butt. You don't need these big dreadlocks. You don't need braid. You don't need a ponytail. But they look, kick-ass. get a haircut. You're a professional sports athlete. You see Vince Lombardi. Telling anybody on the Green Bay Packers, or their whoever, Green Bay Packers, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, they can have hair like
1: that? Yeah, but. You're a football player. You're not cares? a rapper. Get a haircut. Oh, my God. Miranda, would you like to jump in on that one? <laughs> dreads or no dreads?
7: I mean, I think it depends on the sport, definitely. Football, you shouldn't have long dreads. Hanging, I'd be great if I was going to tackle somebody. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, I don't,
0: I don't think it's no. Lewis is one of my favorite boxers, and he has these awesome dreads, and he puts them up when he's boxing. Okay. Is that something that you're okay with? Boxing? You don't. But they're not hanging down. Yeah.
2: But right. I mean, boxing, it just seems to me like. Out of the helmet, you got to put these giant helmets and they're hanging out. Of, I don't know. I think safety athlete. is, it's just, yeah. It
1: comes down to safety. It's yeah. dangerous to me. And if you want to get it yanked off
0: your head, okay, but. Take it from Judy Pilak, mm. who's fought a girl once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it hurts.
0: When you get your
1: hair pulled, it hurts. I, I had my hair
0: pulled once
1: by a guy. I literally, going back to that time, I can still remember. I can literally remember that with such precision. And the adrenaline rush. She, oh, my the- gosh. And having to walk out and confront her. and Yeah, the hair.
0: All right. Well, there was another story in the news that kind of ties in.
1: So in Springfield, right here in Illinois, um, a state senator wants to stop a school dress code restriction on hair. Can you believe? And to me, this is so targeted to black kids because that's mostly who, you know, gets um, gets the whatever demerit for it, whatever they give out now. So they you can you can't have like dreadlocks. You can't put your hair up in a funky looking hairdo in school in school
7: Why? Mm -hmm. because it's to me racist because they say because it's a distraction you're there to learn you're not there to look good or look a certain way
0: but if white kids want to you know curl their hair or do something funky does anybody say that to white because it's
7: not out of the normal it's not out of the ordinary to them or to anybody else have you ever had issues, you're black, have you ever had issues with your hair? <laughs> Back in high school, there was this teacher, she sat me in the front of the class because my friend friend and I wouldn't stop talking, so technically this was her fault for sitting me in the front, but I used to wear my hair in these big buns, and the top of my bun would block people's views from seeing the that's board. That's what she said? Yeah, that's what she said, so she asked me, can you start taking your bun down just when you sit in my class, and I looked at her, oh. I was like, I I don't, I, I Sure, I guess. But then I told my mom, oh, "Oh, no. She was like, that's not okay, Miranda. They can't do that. I was like, really? I was like, I thought it was school so they could tell me to.
0: All right, listen. I know that, you know, I tell my kids, listen to the teacher, and then if there's a problem, you come home and tell me, and I'm going to fight the battle, you know? Yeah. You, you do have to they have to hold some semblance of order there but i don't know i'm a white kid who grew up in brookfield illinois and i never knew any of this existed it is mm-hmm. completely unfair i don't even understand right. it i saw something in the news do you, have,
1: do you know how high we used to not
0: us but our moms used to tease oh, the their beehives. hair the
1: beehive <laughs> oh did that block everyone's view
0: I'm sure the teacher had one. Exactly. Well, they all had beehives, so then the chalkboard was higher. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher would, like, right up here. Oh, okay. She'd stand on a stool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're here for you because this is just, this is yeah. well, so they're, they're trying
1: to stop this this school yeah. dress code. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it's not enforced
0: too much because it's ridiculous. <sighs> I think your hair looks fantastic. It does, least, Miranda.
3: You, know, you wear it any you know. way
1: you
0: want. Thank
3: you. <laughs> I Thank like
0: you. it. <laughs> I wish my dog
1: Kona was here. I wish really? that I, I could... don't wish Lucky was here because I'm glad when I'm away from Lucky.
8: <laughs>
1: he's <laughs> so needy.
0: What? What's wrong?
1: Don't he, you love your dog? I love my dog, but I, he's so needy. He stares at me the entire time I'm home. you guys
0: he he wants to behold it first of all he's my he's
1: my daughter's dog not my dog but you know what i I made the mistake of when we got him Hmm. i held him first
3: i picked him up
1: i swear he just attached to me but he never lets me out of his sight he follows me everywhere if i walk 10 feet to the dining room he follows me and then he stops when i like turn around real quick because he knows i get mad but He can't. He can't let me out of his sight. So anyway, okay.
0: talk about like a social support dog. I feel sorry for the dog that lives Why? with Judy. Poor Lucky.
1: <laughs> you You're say, say that? To be unlucky. Not very. <laughs> he's not very unlucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Kona,
1: I'm but Kona, I'm going to start calling him unlucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we all. Do you have a
2: pet? Mitch? I did it growing up, but I don't now. Because it's too much work. Because I live in an apartment and I can't have one.
1: Because they'll follow you around and never No, your because side? I
2: literally, I've, I've always had a dog. Uh, my kids had a, two dogs growing up and then now they're with my Let ex-wife me ask in you this. And I just can't have one in the apartment. Do
1: you miss having a dog?
2: Not the two that she bought now. Yeah, there you go. Those no. two I really couldn't stand.
0: Nick, you seem like a cat guy. Do you have a cat? Oh, God, cat? Yeah. No. <laughs> a cavalier King Charles. Oh,
1: beautiful
5: dogs. Yeah. Nick,
1: I, not a cat guy. No. Nick, what's yeah. your
0: dog's name?
5: Murphy. Murphy, all right. Like well, Murphy's Murphy. Bar. Murphy.
0: Yeah. I uh Kona is part um flat coated retriever and border collie, so he's all energy. Mm. He's big. He's about 60 pounds. I wish he was bigger. When we adopted him, he was a puppy. Uh, we got him from a rescue Who place. wishes for a bigger dog? Me. I huh. Tiki was the best dog ever. He was about 76 pounds, and I loved... That was my first and only big dog. And they thought Kona was part Newfoundland, so we thought it was going to be oh, bigger yeah. than he was. But that's fine. He's Unlucky is... Um,
1: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's part... You're going to love this. Chihuahua and part terrier. So he's really ugly. Oh, he is. But in is a cute way. Not. In a, oh my gosh, that underbite and uh, <laughs> Sometimes when his ears go up, I'm like, are you a rat? I mean, just,
0: oh. <laughs> Again, to live with Judy Pilak. <laughs> you know. She talks <laughs> the same way about her kids. Dude, like, that <laughs> is a, a therapy <laughs> dog who needs a therapy yeah, dog. Yeah, he needs a therapy you. dog, exactly. Alright, well, one in three people believe that their pet will make them a better parent someday. This is according to hmm. new research, and I've heard that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of see that. I had one cat in my life. His name was Declan. I adopted him and I only had a cat because I couldn't hide a dog in an apartment. And Declan was good, but then when Jim and I got together, Declan liked Jim better than me and then Declan started <laughs> making the whole house his litter box. So we Ooh. tried dog um cat uh antidepressants. We tried everything that we could and, and then, then I, what happened? I uh I'm not. I didn't tell the kids Declan went to a farm because cats don't go to farms. But um, we we put him down after. And I think it's because going
1: back to the first thing you said, he liked Jim better than
0: you.
7: Oh God, I don't
0: work that way. All right, maybe. (laughs) I don't realize they have cat
2: antidepressants.
0: Well, see, it was a behavioral thing, and it got to the point where my my firstborn Michael was a, a toddler. He was walking around, and I remember in the front room or front room, as you may call it here in Chicago. I remember Michael going, don't touch the couch, because the cat had, had relieved himself all over it. Mm. And then it came to the point where I'm like, I cannot live like this. No. Yeah. And even pet
1: experts will tell you, when the pet starts to determine your life, that's a problem. That you, is. That mm. should
0: not happen. And granted it was kind of an old hand me down couch that was not very pretty. It's not it was the point. but I know. I just I couldn't take it anymore. So Kona's a great dog. Um he has to go get his nails trimmed at the vet today. I'm gonna take him there.
1: Um, yeah, I sh- I do you do that? Do you trim his nails ever? Oh no, they're yeah, too thick. I can't do it, so I probably am very bad about trimming his nails. He's very unlucky, as you know. <laughs>
0: God, I feel so sorry for Jimmy's <laughs> dog now all of a sudden I've met Wait, him. Wait,
1: yeah, this is going to even feel worse. I have to take him to get groomed today, but while I'm there, he's got this nail that's been giving him issues, so I'm just going to ask the groomer take
0: a look at it. I, <laughs> why take him to the vet? Well, the vet is very expensive. Ka-ching, and it's, ka-ching. Can I just tell you, it's really bothersome to me that I still have to sit in my car and let them know. come and take the dog from me. Like, I'm wearing a mask. Kona doesn't have COVID. It's a dog. I know, so it bothers. Me. I like to be them there for
1: moral right. support. I, I am now able to walk into my dentist and doctor's office, so I don't understand why we still have to do I that. I don't know, hmm.
0: but just to make you feel better, hopefully the groomer can handle your dewclaw situation for yeah. unlucky, because uh, on the average for a full lifespan of most dogs and cats, you're going to be paying thirteen thousand three hundred and twenty dollars
5: in I'm ten already years.
1: Closed. I'm, I'm, I'm three year, three I'm years on.
0: in, and I'm already there.
1: Yep. Every time oh, I go to the man. vet it's 2 to 300 dollars sometimes 4. Yep. It's
5: we have uh, ridiculous. 100 dollars a month in medication for this
3: dog. Yeah.
5: <gasps> they are prone to congestive heart failure. Oh, oh bummer. So yeah but now, that's like catching.
3: Speaking
1: <laughs> wow. of meds though Nick if this ever or your cat could have used it Wendy I think medical marijuana
5: is now used. Oh, we've been doing pet. that since we were teenagers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's really
1: how you teach a
2: dog
5: yeah. how to smoke a joint, though. Yeah,
1: now it's easier. You just give them a gummy. They love those
5: gummies. Blow up their nose. Oh,
1: oh my that
2: right. Gosh. Shotgun them.
5: Wait a minute. Yeah. Nick, you
0: what? were one of those people that blew the pot in your dog's nose. I may have associated with people. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> he knows someone who did that. Yeah, when you're out in a garage party with the uh-huh. Yeah, the I have never heard that. that. It is not fun. But how, now, how unlucky for your dog! <laughs> I still think I'm lucky. Everybody else's pet is so much more lucky than yours. I just really realized living with you must be a dream. Okay, but I will say this is the one of the, one
1: of the worst things that has happened to us because we use the same um, daycare. Pet daycare, yes. Her border. She, or boarder, she yeah. doesn't do it anymore. I know. I got the the email. day she told me, I like cried. I'm like, well, what are we gonna do? Because we took him there all the time. Now I got nowhere. Now nice. he's at home looking at me 24 roll hours the quarters a and
0: send him the arcade. <laughs> my fine.
1: dog goes,
0: Kona goes Witch. to daycare every Saturday. Just Does to get little- some
1: playtime in? Yeah. Listen you to us talk about That's, our pets.
0: You know why? This is probably then why I don't sleeps. have a dog. He sleeps. Oh, yeah. They come home and they're, oh, they're, they're the best two days of my life. It's like I love my kids more when they're sleeping. Same with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, I see. And you think I'm bad. Oh. I let the damn dog follow me around. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up this morning. Oh, it's it's gardening time. It's getting to be gardening time. We've got Tony Fulmer, who's going to be on with us from the Chalet Nursery in Wellmet. He's awesome. It's Wendy Snyder here in for Bruce St. James on WLS, AM 890 312 591 8900. You can text, you can call. Um I just realized I didn't get anything for Mother's Day from Kona the Dog. Oh hmm. Jimmy's in you trouble. Give Jim a dirty look when yeah. you get home, yeah. I texted Jim uh a napkin. It's a peace sign wrought iron uh napkin holder that I wanted for Mother's Day and I said, hey. Can you help the kids order this?
3: <laughs> so Did he? that's what, yes. Nice. And it was on
0: time. And I made spaghetti and meatballs. I love my own meatballs and everyone on Facebook, I put a nice little video where they were sizzling and Ooh. then you drop them in the marinara mm. sauce. And people were like, wait, why are you cooking on Mother's Day? You know what? Cause I wanted my meatballs and no one else could
7: cook them. <laughs> and let's go back to
1: you sent Jim a link. Yeah. So just so people know, because when you say for the kids, we are thinking maybe are four and five years old. They're
0: <laughs> how old? <laughs> well, Dylan's 18. Michael's going to be 22 in yeah, a couple okay. weeks.
1: See, I don't I don't ever I did that, know? too. But now I'm like totally making it their responsibility. Well, they don't live at home anymore. Mine live right. at home. But yeah. I still don't worry. Had to send Luke's couple of links. Look at this great place for Mother's Day. Woo! this would oh, be a great. So br- still- well,
0: just because I wanted to go there. So okay, but as but it turns out,
1: he made the right. Re- yeah. You still have to remind him.
0: All right. Well, uh, you know, and I want to teach... Michael really likes my meatballs, too. And I said, you know, do you want me to teach you how to make these? And I will someday. It's just... You know, even when they were little kids, I don't like somebody else messing up my kitchen. Yeah,
1: I know. I hear you. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, um, but so easier to do it yourself. Well, it kind of is. There's a great website called Grown and Flown. If you have kids, it's very, very helpful. There's great articles. You're 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 allowing your kids to grow and fly the coop, fly the nest. So it's called Grown dot com. You would like it, Cheese. yeah. My kid knows nothing. Okay. Well, here are some things. Um, uh, this was put together. The funny, shocking things that your teens and college kids don't know. I got such a chuckle out of this. Uh, here's one of them. When my son was a freshman in high school, the athletic physical that he was filling out asked who to call in an emergency He put 911. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he answered that question correctly. He did, but they meant contact information. Right. Because when I ran this past one of my kids, they're like, yeah, that's who you call for an emergency. I'm like, yeah, I know that.
3: That's Um,
0: Unless you teach them, how would they know, right?
1: Right. The first time they see that.
0: I was helping my youngest kid. There's a consumer ed class that they're taking. I had to take that in high school, and back then you learned how to write a check, and there were some just thing life skills that you kind of mm-hmm. learned. Now it is like really um, intense, where you have to figure out a monthly budget. So you have to go to a website and figure out that you can only spend thirty percent of your net income on housing. So then you have to go to like apartmentfinder dot com and there's so much work it's good, involved. Though. They should know that. Yeah. I know, but quite honestly, if you're, you can find anything you need to know on the internet now. Yeah. You
2: really can. Yeah, but apparently my kid took horticulture
0: instead because he thinks money grows on trees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because it's That's endless. It's endless the way yeah. this
1: kid thinks.
0: Ask Tony Fulmer about that when we talk to him later on this morning. If money grows on trees. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because I want to buy that plant.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, they have those money trees. Money trees
1: yeah.
0: It's not really money. Okay, yeah. you got me. Um. All right. Uh, My kid called me from college where he was doing his laundry for the first time and asked me if he had to stay and move the knob through the different cycles of the <laughs> <laughs> Now,
1: I taught my kids how to do laundry way early. They've been doing laundry forever.
5: Really? I don't four know. Four years old.
1: I, yeah. I mean, seriously, since they were younger. I don't know why, yeah. but it was the best thing I ever did. So I yeah. only had to do my own load. Oh, that's would, pretty amazing. I mean, amazing. I would help them. Of course, they leave it in the dryer. But, you know, even just getting it started
0: yeah. is such a big help. Um, this one is very embarrassing, and I feel sorry for the kid who did this. My friend's son went to the quick care by himself, like an urgent care mm-hmm. clinic, uh, for the first time when he was in college. After he turned in the form he filled out, the people in the back erupted in laughter, <laughs> and he figured out that the answer to primary care provider wasn't mom? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Again, the
0: correct answer
1: would be your primary care doctor. But how no. do you? No, he. That was the correct answer. Mom. Oh
0: right. Yeah, I, I was, well, yeah. Puts the band aids on. But honestly, unless you do these things, right. you are. I mean, come on. I'm sure we could write a book about all the mistakes we made while we were but growing I up. feel like we were more savvy
1: when we were growing and i think cuz we were because our parents didn't do anything right. for they didn't us. do anything <laughs> we had to learn from our friends so i think we did learn more out in the streets right it's where you learn stuff it's
0: where i learned and about and you're sex. right
1: we it's were the problem i think we sheltered our kids so much That's, uh, I, you know what here's a real life one conlin my middle one lives in georgia now right outside of atlanta lots of tornadoes so i knew there was a devastating tornado literally 2 minutes away from him so I I talked to him the next day and I said, Oh my gosh, you know? He's like, Yeah, Oh my gosh, the sirens! My our phone was blowing up, everything. But you know, I mean, it was the middle of the night. I mean, we just stayed in bed. And- what is this bed in the basement? No, I literally. <laughs> he. I was thinking to myself, How? Now, okay, we don't have very many tornadoes here. He didn't grow up with. Still, yes, how, we has did. it not been pounded in your head when you, it's not a tornado? Watch. It was, uh, 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 wee, sirens going off outside. And oh he just stayed in bed.
0: Okay, tena- didn't get up. We have had tornado. I am deathly I know everybody's afraid of You're tornadoes. You're right, we did ha-
1: we have had. But yes, one.
0: it would be those summer nights uh we belonged to this uh beach club out in southern Illinois and it seemed like you know out near Plainfield. So that's tornado yeah, alley. That We'd be coming that. home in the afternoon of a summer and the sky would turn green. Yeah. It's very still oh my right God. before all hell breaks loose I, I was so afraid of tornadoes my dad was a civil defense director in Brookfield you'd think that I would be calmed by that no I was crazy to this day whenever I hear the siren or the alert which is great goes off on your phone I grab my, fre- my flashlight I get the phone I go in the basement and I am sitting there going where
3: Yeah, and they literally
1: went down there. Yeah, yeah. no, and you're right. We have I I shouldn't have said never. We have had torn. You know, we actually in my neighborhood when my children were growing up, they were literally in the middle of one coming on the school bus. So that even makes it worse that he didn't know that he should have gotten out of bed. It was more his his point was like. so annoying it was really waking me up in the middle of the night
0: <laughs> when um my youngest son Dylan I I I was a great mom there I'll say it but um at one point I had to take him to the hospital cuz he was dehydrated that happens sometimes with babies if mm. they're throwing up so I'm in the hospital and I hear a tornado warning go off and I'm in the hospital with Dylan so I called Jim at home who's home with Michael and I said Hey, what are you guys doing? He goes, giving Michael a bath. And I said, do you hear <laughs> the sirens? He goes, yep. I go, the, <laughs> the bath is on the third floor. And he's like, we're fine. I'm like, get in the basement. I don't understand how people play with sirens like that. Yeah, yeah. A watch means conditions are favorable. A warning means one has get been spotted in and heading towards yes, you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I don't I know. I wonder,
1: you know what? Now that you mention I think people maybe they don't really understand the different levels.
9: Yeah. A
0: watch and a warning. Yeah, the kids are all right. But sometimes the kids can uh, do some silly things. Uh, and you can laugh at them because that's what we do as moms, right, Jude? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's never our fault. No, it is. Well, no, it isn't. You're right. Dumbass you kids. I don't know who who's <laughs> taught them that. Uh, Wendy Snyder in for Bruce St. James this morning. And uh, this was from Grown and these are kind of like um, life skills that kids didn't learn. Uh, my son was a freshman in college. When he texted me to ask me how to make a can of Campbell's soup, I told him <laughs> to mix the soup with one can of water and then heat it up. And his response, what's a can of water? Which I understand Whoa. because you're you, you, you hear, thinking a cup of water. Yeah. Or- But, yeah, what's a can of water? The can in your hand. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Um, My son would have been like, I can't get the water in the can because it's got the soup in it.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's what I'm dealing with.
0: (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah.
2: IQ genius
0: right there. All right, I have a couple more of these. Uh, I was driving with my 16-year-old daughter, and she pointed at a no tailgating sign and said, why would anyone want to do that here? (laughs) At, At first, I was confused. And then I realized that she thought it meant no tailgating as it was on someone's bumper. She's like, why would anyone want to tailgate on someone's bumper? I laughed the whole time, still makes me chuckle. And finally, my son says, Mom, I need to put gas in the car, but I don't have enough money on my bank card. Do you have cash? Yes. Just pay with cash then. And my son said, They take cash? It's weird. It's a cashless society. Yeah, my kid
2: did that the other day. Really? Because he's got a pocket full of cash, and he goes, I got to get gas, but there's no money on my card. I said, oh, do you want me to put? I said, wait, don't you have cash? He goes, yeah, but all I have are 50s. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> yeah, it's right? It's Christmas money.
2: And I go, okay, <laughs> take a 50 inside, hand it to the guy and say, can I have 20 on pump three? But and he'll that, give you wait.
1: 30 back. Did you tell him to make sure he stood there and waited for his change? Yeah, because they wouldn't know that
0: either. They would just walk away. And some people don't take fifties. I know White Castle doesn't. They don't take. A I, of I spend <laughs> at least fifty when I go there. Uh, yeah, but I never have a, I never have cash on me. So anyone listening to rob me? No, I have yeah.
1: no cash. I'm a ever, cash person. Either. It is funny. Yeah, Luke owed me money for whatever his phone. Pfft, like I ever see that. On Mother's Day, and I said, "By the way," and he's like, "All right, what do you cut?" You know, he wanted to do something with Chase, But I'm like, "I don't have that." Just pay me the next time. Oh, like Zell, <laughs> right? Zell, right? Yeah. And I had nothing. It's disgusting. And uh, <laughs> you have whatever. to, June. Yeah, I guess. Hey, so here's a great uh, survey. Nearly half of Americans talk to their mom at least once a day. I am not that mom, and I think we know why now. <laughs> okay. I know Lucky's not calling you. It's <laughs> <That's> very
0: unlucky. <laughs>
3: um,
0: but if he could use the phone, he, he would. No, he you wouldn't. You know, no. I was just talking to Jimmy Mack about this yesterday. Um, when we first started dating, I was we were amongst some other people, and they said, oh, are you close to your mom? And I said, not really. And Jim jumped in and said, yes, you are. You talk to her several times every day. And I go, yeah, but we fight all the time. And he goes, that doesn't matter. Right. You still
1: talk every wow. day. Several times a day? Yeah, it was usually me
0: asking for money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it probably was. You know, it's funny when I was little, I remember my mom was on the phone all the time because we had that long cord that went all the way around the house. Oh, yeah. With her mom. I mean, she, for hours, like, what could you, I remember even as a little kid, like by day three, I'm like, haven't you talked about everything you talk about? Uh. But then as a mom, <laughs> I never did that. I never, when I, I never called my mom. I just think I really? don't like. I don't like talking on the phone because when my kids call me rarely I kind of hurry them along.
3: <laughs> All right, well okay. you done.
1: Okay, well that's great that you got, you know, <laughs> that you have a new patent and you invented something. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye
0: really (laughs) kidding it's never that good. no i there are some times though where it's like okay could you just talk to me about that when i get home but yours aren't at home right so it surprises me you don't even
1: like to talk to them on the phone i mean when i call we talk as long as we want as long as i want but yeah when they call me sometimes it's just i know they're being and it's really mostly con because luke never calls me did you get a call on mother's day Hello, Luke came over, took me out to brunch, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, which was really
1: just breakfast, And he gave me flowers, a card, and coffee mugs, and coffee.
0: What did it say on your coffee mug? world's best pet parents. coffee?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things
0: that stacks up. It says coffee. I love him,
3: yeah,
1: but I couldn't believe it. And then I thought, yeah, he must have been with his girlfriend, and sure enough he was.
0: So, what's the survey said the how nearly many? half of Americans
1: talk to their mom at least once a day.
0: Is your mom uh, still
1: around? she's
0: no, she passed, so did mine, but I still call so her. so did mine. <laughs> yeah uh, right. well, now that's a conversation I'd like to have, yeah, Nick, is your mom around? No, no, Judy, your mom is no, oh, we well, no. all are members of the I Dead know. Moms yeah. Club. that oh, sucks, no. and we just are coming off of Mother's Day too, yeah. Damn. That was a downer, Wendy. Yeah, all right. Well, let's make We can regroup, and I'll tell you what I always did on Mother's Day. Or Actually, I, I never did it. I heard people would do plantings. I plant tomato plants every year. Cucumbers, I don't do real well with. There are some other... Things in my garden now that I, we're learning how to grow. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And people said, Oh, I always plant on Mother's Day. And I said, No, you gotta wait till Memorial Day because Mother's Day is a little too early. And it would have been because we got some frost. But they put it all out there. So I want to buy it.
1: Why then do the stores have it all out there? Well, cause because that makes you buy it twice.
2: No yeah. you, you buy it, it, you plant it,
1: it dies you got to go oh, back. mine is going to die no, 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 yeah, no. you,
2: no. you buy
0: understand. it you water it I bought um a little bush I get um I get some alerts from home uh, plant sales. Oh, like instead of a garage sale, there's oh, nice. some people that yeah. I've been going to for the last few years, and it's three bucks for various kind. They grow them all, um. But if you want something great, you need to go to a good nursery. Uh, Chalet Nursery in Wilmette. Tony Fulmer is the chief horticulture officer. I'm telling you, if you have a plant question about anything, Tony Fulmer will have your answer. We're gonna talk to him after the seven thirty news. And what's the tease? Cheese. You can
3: now get your (laughs) vaccine. There it is. Right. Thank you. Nice one. Okay.
2: (laughs) I believe it is. Hey, Nick, I hear if you go back to work now, you might be able to get a shot.
5: There's a nurse with a needle waiting for you at your workplace. At least that's what they're trying to do here in the city of Chicago, as well as the rest of the state. The city partnering with the state to get the vaccinations in downtown offices. I uh, posted a bachelor's button
0: which is a type of corn flour and Ooh. I posted it on social media and I hashtag myself as garden girl. Self proclaimed. But I like to plant things. And listeners, I know you're into this too. We're almost to planting season. We're gonna find out everything almost. we need to go. Well yeah, I we'll we'll find out about that. Three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred because if you have a question about planting or when to plant, Judy Pilack. Uh We've got a guy who will definitely have every answer. He is the chief horticulture officer at Chalet Nursery in Wilmette. Tony Fulmer, long time no talk,
8: my friend. Well, that's correct. Good morning. How are you both?
0: We are doing wonderfully. Um... I have Did talked you to last night. Yeah, see here's the thing Tony, I was saying this before. A lot of people say, "Oh, I do my plantings on Mother's Day. I like to plant tomatoes and such." But I've been yeah. mainly waiting till Memorial Day. What happens to the people who planted and now the frost came?
8: Um, there's an old saying that we we say at chalet and that's plant early, plant often.
0: Ah, <laughs> yay, cuz
1: I was one of those people who planted. <laughs> And I have hanging baskets. This is not the
8: year to try and beat your neighbor to have the first tomato. Yeah. Um, It is abnormally cold, and we, we have a couple of factors going on here. It's not only air temperatures and the possibility of frost like we had last night, and we're supposed to have the potential for that again tonight, but it's also soil temperatures. Soil temperatures are really crucial. So even if the days are warm, if it's been cold and the soil is cold and those root systems are not happy, those plants aren't growing. So you're not really gaining anything by trying to put them in, you know, a week earlier. Um, they're just not going to be happy. So what we do at Chalet, um, I take the soil temperature in Wilmette every Monday And Friday, and we post it on our homepage, and that gives people a sense of what direction we're going. And as of yesterday, it was 48 degrees.
0: Ooh, that's too chilly. What's what's the optimum temperature?
8: Well, if you want to be putting the um, warmth-loving crops in, like tomatoes and peppers and cukes and squash, those kinds of things, the soil temperature should be consistently above 70.
1: Okay, so we're we got talking a long August. Way to go.
8: Yeah,
0: I
1: mean, or maybe we never.
8: Have a, we have a very long way to go, I would say.
0: Okay, so maybe not even Memorial Day, because last time I talked to you, it's like I wait till I uh, get to Memorial Day to plant, but I I may have to wait longer this year,
8: huh? Well, no, I would think that within the next two weeks, I think there's a big warm up coming next week, and so this late in the season, the soil temperatures will rise fairly quickly. So I would say that probably Memorial Day would be fine. The, the, one of the key dates is the average last frost date, and that is May 15th.
0: Okay, so any time so after year, May 15th.
8: Typically, that's right. And this year, it looks like that might be just about right on target. And again, that's an average Right. But it is it's predicted for tonight again. So, um, you know, hold off. The other thing I would say is um, COVID has impacted growers and what they're growing. So you might not want to wait till Memorial Day to buy your plants, um, especially those um, things that are really have a limited season like tomatoes and peppers and that sort of thing that are warm temperature crops you might want to go ahead and buy those in the next week or 10 days and then just kind of watch the weather and not be in a big hurry to get them in the ground but know that they're safe there with you um outside where you can control the temperature but you won't go to your garden center the first week in june and find that things are sold out
0: right and if you do have things um in containers you just kind of water them right that's all you're supposed to do before you plant them tony
8: that's correct you always you, I never like to plant a dry plant. so you always want to make sure that you water it um, well either the night before or a few hours before you put it in. But again, um, the nice thing about containers if they're not too big and we have a frost, And you have frost susceptible things in there you know maybe you can move them to uh, a breezeway or under an overhang and just that ambient warmth of the building will protect them but the thing that people need to know if they've already kind of pushed it and they've already put um, frost tender things in the ground don't use plastic you never use plastic if plastic touches a plant um, it can frost that those cells so what we really like to do is if you put things in the ground, um, if you want to put garden stakes in and then put lightweight things um, like old sheets will do a very nice job because what you're trying to do is you want to tent over that and then blouse that out a little bit. You're trying to trim up that ambient heat from the soil oh. and just like have a little mini greenhouse. But never, never, never use plastic oh, that's uh, to try to and me. cover for frost protection.
1: Now, Tony, what about, do these rules apply to, like, I know I do it early every year. I can't help myself. I already have, like, hanging ferns, you know, some hanging baskets. Is uh, the frost rules, do those apply to the, the hanging ones, too?
8: Yeah, you know, when it gets close to freezing, um, especially if those have been in a greenhouse, and so they've had um, additional heat. So they're what we call a little bit soft. You know, the things that have been in your garden all winter and your perennials that have been growing in these cool nights, they're hardened off. And so frost doesn't affect them. But the more tender tropical things, if those have been grown in a greenhouse and not hardened off, um, they can absolutely get nipped, especially when we're talking about not just a frost, but we're talking about temperatures down you know to freezing that can be problematic absolutely those should go in the garage at night when it's going to get uh... that cool
0: you know it's interesting you say um like the new uh... like virgin plants that just came out of the greenhouse because i have right. some perennials and honestly tony each year they come back like my bachelor's buttons uh... they they're better than they've ever been so they just kinda get used to our weather and they keep regenerating why are they just
8: so awesome Well, now, when you're talking, are you talking about um, true bachelor's buttons? Because, Wendy, there's an annual. Oh, no, this is a
0: perennial. See how he knows everything? They look like little purple um, fireworks, they almost look like a type of allium.
8: Yeah, well, the things that have been that are perennial. You know, over the millions and years, millions of years they've been evolving. Um, they have to be protected from these kinds of things, so that's why they've been growing slowly. So the cells are what we call quote harder, and the water um, in there, the water proportion in there, it's just it's not as apt to freeze. So perennials, uh, the one thing that you always have to remember is whether it's a perennial or an annual. Um, the flowers are the softest tissue on the plant. So, like, early when the bulbs are in bloom, like tulips and daffodils, um, if we get down to 26 or 27, um, it's possible that the flowers will pass, but the plants and the bulbs will be alive to flower another year. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, it gets cold out there. Those little petals are just really delicate, just like Judy Pilak. Tony, if a plant (laughs) dies, do you bury it?
8: Is Judy sitting in the studio with her coat on this morning? No, yes, no,
0: I'm, but I'm a little chilled. (laughs) Yes. Um, All right. So, um, Cheese and I were talking about. uh, I grow tomatoes. I'm going to plant them. I'm probably going to wait till Memorial Day, although I might buy them. You know, because that's what Tony said to do. Get them now because there might be a shortage of them. I I have a, a chive plant that I bought at a farmer's market that comes back every year and it's like yep. big and bushy and awesome. And yep. then I, every year I plant basil and cilantro and it just disintegrates. Either I water it too much and it turns brown or the sun just beats on it. And, and Midge, you were saying you were having trouble with basil as well. What? Yeah, I want to grow it because
2: it's it dies too fast if you buy the, like, pre-cut one right. and it dies like in yeah. an a day and i love cooking with fresh basil yeah so i want to buy it but if you keep it inside it dies. what's the best way to keep basil like in a plant
8: well basil is a little bit touchy um you also uh Wendy mentioned cilantro cilantro is actually a little um more uh tolerant of cold weather Basil is absolutely not tolerant at all. It doesn't even have to be frosted. If the ground is cold or wet, basil will just sit and probably curl up its toes and just <laughs> die on you. So, you know, get your basil. Um, put it in the, you know, put it out during the day if the temperatures are going to be 60, 65 or more. But if it's going to, if the nights are going to be down in the, uh, you know, 50s or certainly in the 40s, you want to bring that in it will not that's that's as sensitive as a tomato so you really don't want to push the basil and try and do that early it will it will croak on you
1: okay but wait again is that true also for the seeds
8: well it, no the seeds will just sit but they also won't germinate because again this is a tropical plant and so it needs consistent daytime warmth and consistent soil temperature warmth um, to germinate so it's it's not going to germinate, uh, and you know, and basil takes a bit. So typically, it'd be probably best to start that inside, and that's why you most often people are always going to buy basil transplants, um, yeah, as yeah, opposed, that's what you know, I it's guess. not something like corn that you seed out in the garden directly.
0: Um, he is Tony Fulmer. I, we have a few more questions for you, especially me. On like being a salvage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So Great. you can reach uh, Tony Fulmer. He is the Chief Horticulture Officer at Chalet Nursery in Wilmette. That's uh, Skokie Boulevard and Lake Avenue. You can go to chaletnursery.com and find out about the soil temperature. Cheese is here, a.k.a. Midge. That's what I like to call you. Sorry. Miranda's <laughs> here. And we have Tony Fulmer on the line with us. And he is the chief horticulture officer at Chalet Nursery out in Wilmette. You can go to chaletnursery.com. Tony, a couple of things that we want to talk to. Um, first of all, there, Judy and I were talking about this off the air. There is a drought going on. I know it rained a long time the other day, but I... Heard, you know, I pay attention to everything Tom Skilling says, and it's basically, <laughs> Me too. I, I mean, I'm surprised yeah. to hear there's a drought. Well, there is, because like overall, we haven't had a lot of rain this month or the last month,
8: right? We've had virtually no rain The on, on uh, I, I check a lot of different weather, and um, both stations that I listened to over the weekend said that we are now officially year to date, we are more than six inches deficient. So all of that snow melt from the winter is long gone. And I was planting in my garden over the weekend. And in areas where it's usually moist, I was down six inches and it was kind of powdery. So I think it's really important that people understand, you know, don't be afraid to plant. But just keep an eye on um, annuals and perennials that have a shallow root system. Now, the one thing that's in our favor is that it is so cool, and we haven't had that drying southwest wind that just sucks the moisture out of everything. But, um, you know, really keep up and keep checking daily on any new transplants. And trees and shrubs uh, with bigger root balls won't dry as quickly. But I would say anything that you're planting this year, whether it's a tree, shrub, an annual, a perennial, um, keep after it until we start getting some uh, consistent rainfall. Yes, we are in a drought.
0: Okay, and Karen has called us. Uh, she has, We don't have a lot of time, so Karen, get right to your question for Tony Fulmer. Yes, thank you. I just had a question. This uh, happened
4: last summer. It was the first time that I've had, um, and I believe they were marth, uh, cat, moth caterpillars that destroyed my geraniums, and I was just wondering if there's a way to prevent that.
8: Oh, that's interesting. Now, you're talking, okay. Um, yeah. That's not something that we have very often. Um, what you can do, there are a number of um, systemic insecticides that okay. you can apply the granules to the soil and water uh-huh. in. They will go into the soil solution through the root system up into the leaf and stem tissue. So, anything chewing on the stem tissue or the leaf tissue um, will ingest that, and that will take care of them.
3: Okay. What's a moth uh, is
0: a caterpillar? Eight? Is it different no. than a monarch caterpillar?
8: Obviously. Well, you know, we have moths and we have butterflies, and the immature stages of oh. both are larvae or caterpillars. Huh. huh.
4: Yeah, yeah, and they really do a lot of damage. I had to throw them all away.
0: Oh, man,
8: that sucks. All right, well, as good, usual, I have to say.
0: Good luck to you, Karen. And what about cicadas? Speaking of bugs and creepy crawly crap, uh, are we well, getting cicadas this year?
8: Well, that's interesting that you should bring that up, Wendy. Um, evidently, people have really uh, latched on to what they've they've heard in the media. And while there are all kinds of different broods, uh, there's always the annual cicadas, which are non-issue. Right. Um, the last time we had cicadas, the 17-year cicada was actually 2007. So people do not be alarmed. We are in northern Illinois, northeastern Illinois. Um, we these all have. No, a number assigned to them. We get brood thirteen, and brood thirteen is not will not emerge until twenty twenty four. There is brood ten uh, is going to be emerging in a few counties in central eastern Illinois uh, this year, but we are not going to have seventeen c- year cicadas this year. So I knew we it. Have three more years.
2: I knew it because when when we first had them, I told my daughter the next time these things pop out, it's going to be you're going to be twenty four years old.
0: So
1: yeah, yeah, everybody
2: was talking about it, and I'm like, my daughter's only 21. I know. can't yeah. be right. People oh, were funny. saying
0: they were coming, and I
2: yeah. knew it wasn't Because they're coming time.
1: to other spots, in other yeah, states, right. apparently. Yeah, they're, they're staggered, yeah. I guess. Yes. Yeah, exactly. not, yes. not Can early. I ask
0: you really quick,
1: Tony, do I sure. succulents? Yep. Do they Are need you, to be <laughs> watered like, <laughs> a, hey, like hey, a normal Let's talk <laughs> off air about that stuff. Come on
8: now. Are these succulents in the ground or in pots? No, in pots. Okay, inside or out? Inside. Insight. Um, just think of a succulent as a sponge, and so you're always better, um, if you're not sure about whether to water or not water, let it go another day, another two, another three. They store water in their uh, stems. So you it's much easier to overwater than to underwater. So if in doubt, let a succulent always go a little bit drier, and you'll never be wrong.
0: Perfect. Okay. I bought uh I haven't had very luck with indoor plants. Uh I need mother nature to help me water and sunshine <laughs> no, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the indoor one I bought a snake plant cuz those are like, you know, the mother-in-law's tongue. Yeah, yes, but now somebody said don't overwater those. So I just kind of feel the soil and when it's dried out I maybe water it like once a week. I give it a soaking maybe once every 2 weeks. Is that the way to keep it up?
8: Um, with that, That's called Sansevieria, the Latin genus for that. Yeah. And, and they are really, really, really drought tolerant. And so um, especially if you have them in a um, plastic pot that retains moisture mm-hmm. um, and it's a larger pot, um, you probably don't need to water that more than every 10, 12, 14 days, something like that. That would absolutely be right. Again, almost treat it like a succulent, even though it's not technically a succulent. And if you're not sure about watering that plant, let it go longer. That's why it's called Mother-in-Law's tongue.
3: Okay. (laughs) You can
0: always go to uh, com and find out. There's so many articles. And, Tony, you're awesome. Thank you for being on with us today. We really appreciate it.
8: Thank you for having me.
0: Sure. Tony Fulmer, Chief Horticulture Officer, Chalet Nursery. Go visit them in Wilmette or go to chaletnursery.com. News time. It's all coming up and more show here on WLS AM 890.
5: It's the Bruce St. James Show right here on 890
3: WLS.
0: Good morning. It's Wendy Snyder in for Bruce St. James today on WLS. Judy Pilak is here. Cheese is here. Miranda's here. Nick Gale's in the newsroom. You can call us or text us at 312-591-8900. So, Nick, the news we've been talking about this morning is... um. You can get your vaccination at your workplace. You know, there are so many extra vaccinations. I don't know when you guys got yours, but when I called, I actually went on Illinois' uh, Cook County's website to schedule an appointment. The system crashed. Two hours later, I finally got an appointment. I was mad at my husband because in 10 minutes, he got his in South Holland. The first time trying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And we all had to search and... Oh. It was a big pain in
3: the butt. They were
0: hard to find, but now there is an abundance of. Now they're hard to
1: give out. I know. (laughs) Yeah, um, actually, it's gotten to the point where the state, many states, are saying to the federal government, "Hold off. We don't need that many anymore. You've been sending us, you know, fifty thousand a week. We we're going to, you know, go down to twenty five thousand a week because they're just not giving them out.
0: And I was early to get it um, because I have a pre existing condition. And uh, I'm glad I got it. I was excited to get it. I think whoever wanted a vaccine has already gotten it by this point. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean
1: they're not trying to convince the people, especially the ones on the fence, to get it. Because, you know, we keep hearing. Now, the new thing is the, the variants. These variants are so strong. They're afraid that it's going to start a whole new
0: Epidemic. Because if you aren't going to get the vaccine, then the virus can mutate and right. then the vaccine we got is maybe not going to be as effective. Right. Um, I took both my boys went, but they're 18 and up, mm-hmm. 18 and, and almost 22. And, um, they didn't have any questions about it. They, they wanted to get it. Right. Um, although on Michael's vaccine card, they put the wrong date. And it's it's frustrating me. I actually called the uh Cook County Department of Health to ask them this question. His first vaccine was listed as March sixteenth and it's Pfizer. So three weeks later
3: mm-hmm.
0: no, I think it was March twenty sixth. That's when he got his first shot. Three weeks later would have been four sixteen, but for some reason the woman wrote four twenty six. I think she looked at the date above it and Okay, just you wasn't have up thinking. to forty
1: days to get it, so don't even worry about it. Yeah, but it's it's you know nobody gets it exactly on their No unless it, they gave you the the second um appointment, which I Espe- didn't have.
5: Well, especially yes. now with Walkins. When I went for my oh, yeah. second, I'm I held up my little QR code or whatever. I'm like, second appointment Oh, it doesn't matter. Walkins, just come on in
0: cuz so I thought just- it Pfizer was 3 weeks after the fact Moderna's 4 yes and this makes it looks like it was 5 4 or 5 weeks but it doesn't
1: matter I asked at Moderna and the pharmacist said you cuz I was on vacation for my second one she said as long as you come within 40 days hmm. so it was like 28 days up to 40 okay so
0: you're you're totally okay but you know what i kept telling them as they were getting their vaccinations i'm like you guys are part of history this is real this is like the polio vaccine was in the 50s this is really and then michael's really upset that the date's (laughs) wrong (laughs) <laughs> and I said, well, I, you know, don't cross it out, because if we do have to start showing proof of vaccination for things and yeah. they see like you crossed it right. out, they're going to go. Uh, OK, no. because it's handwritten. OK, yeah, but that's what are we back in the Stone Ages. I know. I know. I'm like, anyone can forge it. It's ridiculous. Well, there's a bar in Boston that got in trouble because yep. they were yep. selling. I mean, I used to go in the back of Rolling Stone magazine to get my fake I.D. That's where you'd get your fake ID. Oh, to I order was, it, you mean? When I was yeah. 18, now, and now I you won just Rolling Stone <laughs> magazine, they had ads oh, yeah. for it. it was, oh, yeah. I can't, you sent a that's picture, the and then and I that's think that's where I, you got your
1: fake speed, too.
0: I didn't know. were get, like diet well, maybe pills. you did. I wasn't no, a I, didn't. I just Someone wanted I knew to did. drink <laughs> underage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you go to um, fakeid.com.
3: I,
2: you oh, thanks I all info,
1: Judy. Literally. Hey, kids. I hey, just if you're going to do it you're going to do it.
0: I yeah. sent a picture away to Rolling Stone magazine. It was probably 20 bucks and then you could pick a state and I'm like, "I right, give me a uh, an ID from Michigan." That that'll <laughs> it didn't look anything like a Michigan <laughs> no. license. but it a worked. Lot. It totally worked. Now with printers and everything, oh, like, yeah, you I, have to
1: have a pristine ID.
7: Yeah. Yeah, they make Again. it real you can't
1: yeah. fake
2: it now. It's not like cross it yeah. out with the Remember you used to do aspirin you would cross out the, like, the birthday, and you would
0: change the No, year. aspirin. You'd yeah, make it's a like white out, use whiteout. Like, I never wow. knew aspirin was the way to go. Look For at us percent. just trying to get a beer before <laughs> we're yeah. done. Oh,
1: my gosh. Well, that's because they kept changing the, the uh, age. When I was, like, 18, they changed it to 21. I was like, oh, well, that's how because no? of prohibition. Well, 18 in Wisconsin. but
0: it, <laughs> <Right>. uh,
3: <laughs> Oh, you're so face? funny. Man, was like, oh, Not it
0: was never 18 in, <laughs> in Illinois when we were growing up. It yes, he was. 18 for beer and 21 yes, for hard beer. liquor. Yes, for beer, right, right. That's exactly. That's what my dad used to say. Yeah. Yeah. What? Wow. Yep, yes. I must be younger it. than you, because I know I used yeah, to go to Yeah, by maybe a year, don't... <laughs> we'll count yourself so lucky
1: there, I see. don't remember.
0: I just Both remember going you. to Wisconsin. There's Here,
1: cheese making old jokes at me. You're <laughs> right They're behind all... me. I'm going to kick you on my way down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Well, I... You know, it... Nick, it's good to hear that you got a vaccine. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that you were going to get one.
5: Uh, I figure with the kids, it's probably safer yeah. than... Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. Nick, are you going to get the kids vaccinated? No, they're too young.
5: Uh, yeah, know they're no, too but young. But I think so. that'll
1: be the next, probably, oh, so? right? Yeah. Well, now we've got 12 to 15-year-olds. 15 the 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're going to
8: announce that Probably
1: tomorrow they're going to meet. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, and just probably, uh, I'm sure, approve it because they have approved it already, but they need to go through this one more committee um So yeah, I would assume that they'll just keep going, right? With the vaccination, your kids get vaccinated anyway.
5: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'll leave it up to the wife to make that
1: call. Yeah, and that's the thing. There are so many different reasons, right? We had that caller earlier. She, I know. I've talked to people. That's why I asked her because people who aren't getting it have said to me, "I just, I'm not worried about getting COVID." Well,
0: if you don't have under any underlying conditions, right. I, but. And, and they know people who had COVID and it was nothing. But that doesn't affect everyone the same way. I, I mean know. again there's You're not, taking a risk. There's You're, not supposed to be right. people under twenty one that succumbed to the disease. There was someone in my hometown eighteen years old. Yeah. His heart. We're gave hearing out. it now
1: a lot younger kids, younger people are getting it. Hmm. So yeah, you don't know, so you are taking a risk. Now there and there are those who and they have legitimate concerns who feel like getting the vaccine is a risk. You know, I gotta, you gotta understand that. I get it if you think it's a risk. And then the people who just think, you know, the whole government conspiracy, those I just discount. But people have have some legitimate reasons. And, but I just feel like overall, if you put all those reasons out there, still you could die from COVID. And personally, my view is that's what, why I got it. I'm like, I I can say to myself, I'm superwoman, or I'm not gonna, it'll be, it'll be mild, but I don't think so. I have a pre existing condition and, to and me, getting the vaccine was the best. And you thing. won't.
0: No one's died from the vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. I know there were blood clots that were uh, uh, attributed linked to the Johnson. Yeah. I got the Johnson and Johnson shot. i
2: One no. and done. I think one person died.
1: <laughs> no, there were. There wasn't
0: there the one lady yeah,
2: that died? One or
1: two. I one, think there were several who had the. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always go back to since I'm a breast cancer survivor, and when I was diagnosed, they had the ban on silicone. Because women were sued and said that the silicone gave them breast. The yeah. Women who had, had boob jobs, they said that gave them breast cancer. Well, the and, you know, the government always said, no, you're in a group, an age group of women who would have normally gotten that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and maybe the numbers were a little bit higher for those few years. But I remember when I had my reconstruction, they let me have, even though it was banned at the time while they were doing all the research, they said for breast cancer uh, patients, you could still get silicone if you want. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I did. But did you really need to go and with the 38 look
2: at these? Well, yeah. look at these
1: calling cards.
2: You're I'm gone. saying, you know. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't wait till Bruce comes back tomorrow. You <laughs> <laughs> knew Judy had 38 triple Ds. Oh, Nobody. Well, how could she, you know? She's not. on radio. That's I mean, for God's sake,
1: they're touching you over there.
0: You got a rack for radio. I'll tell you that. All right. Um, yes. <laughs> wait, like, so, wait like, because
3: people are going to be so disappointed when I they need me. Just I kidding. do not have
2: a
0: rack. All right. They're double D. <laughs> uh we are i'm going home (laughs) Uh, i'm wendy snyder in for bruce st james who does return tomorrow hopefully spongebob SquarePants. it's wendy snyder in for bruce st james i grew up watching well i didn't grow up my kids grew up watching (laughs)
3: spongebob i was forced to watch no but it's a cartoon that adults can watch i love
0: it I love it. I'm Squidward. Great on me after. jeez, SpongeBob. Patrick, I you know, I try. Uh there's a little kid. Uh he's 4 years old and he loves two things. He loves popsicles and he loves SpongeBob SquarePants. Smart kid a very smart kid. So, uh he discovered both objects of his passion had been combined into one Fruity and deliciously icy treat. (laughs) So he ordered them. uh, Ordered a lot of them, to be exact, nine (laughs) hundred and eighteen. It's a long summer ahead. Oh yeah. Four-year-old Noah Ruiz. uh, He ordered this from his mom's Amazon Prime account. um, And one thing he forgot to do is, well, I don't know if he forgot, but he didn't tell her he ordered them. Yeah. Uh, Noah's mom kept walking
1: around saying fifty-one though, (laughs) because he ordered fifty-one boxes.
0: uh noah's mom jennifer Bryant, had let noah use her laptop first mistake for remote learning when his ipad wasn't working she was busy in another room and he navigated his way into her amazon prime account i'm sorry it's not that difficult for a four-year-old to find an amazon account anymore yeah i mean kids know they know probably how to get there and order things better than we do yeah um she shares with her sister, she shares the account and uh as Judy mentioned, he kept saying the number 51 and he was walking around all day 5151 and he the mom didn't think much of it cuz he's a weird little for year old kid (laughs) and actually i wasn't surprised she said because he was diagnosed with autism spectrum spectrum disorder and uh then she got the call that um three huge boxes each weighing 70 pounds and requiring immediate freezing had arrived at her sister's house that was the address and she said i don't know what you're talking about but it was 51 cases hence the 5,151 of SpongeBob Popsicles, 51 cases, and it was $2,619. What a deal.
5: Jeez.
1: (laughs) And she couldn't get a refund because they were perishable.
5: All right, see this, well. Well, now turn it into a Popsicle stand have a kid out there on the corner selling it, Yeah, oh, yeah. It, Most
1: of it melted right away. That's the problem. Because yeah. well, they s- they weren't expecting it.
0: Well, here, the, and that is a problem. Uh, Amazon wouldn't take uh, the, them back because it came from a third-party vendor. There's always some problems uh, with Amazon in the sense, like, you search something and something pops up, but it's not technically from Amazon. Yeah. But... Um, but you're right, a perishable thing, there's no way they
2: can yeah, do that. Yeah, try to take a box yeah. of, you know, melted popsicles back to Costco. And
1: I will tell you, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I got to say, Amazon, at least in my experiences, bends over backwards when there's an issue. They I mean, do they are a good always, job. So their customer service, so for them not to take this back is obviously. Yeah, I
2: think Bezos probably tried to,
1: Yeah, that's true. But don't worry, a there's a, it's a such Fund a great, Me yeah, GoFundMe, she got more money than they even. Get had, out! Yet. yeah. She was. I guess the mom was in school. Maybe we wondering how she was going to pay tuition.
2: How much did she get on the GoFundMe?
1: She's a student at NYU. Still coming in. <laughs> All right. If it gets up like fifty thousand,
2: I'm going to do this. My son ordered this on a GoFundMe. Next thing you know, I'm buying a,
0: a new car. Okay. Here's just a question, and I'm not mean (laughs) because I like to help people. I really do. I swear to God. And if I go through like a GoFundMe page right now, I will cry all day because there is someone that I want to help. Even if I give, you know, a dollar to 15 different Mm -hmm. places, I am a sucker. I, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. But who would you do this for a stranger? No, no. Especially and as a matter
1: yeah, I, you, it's funny. Like a
0: heartbreaking one. You yeah. Know? I go
1: through the GoFundMe pages and it's not, I have my reporter hat on all the time. Yeah. And i like, mm, this one doesn't sound right. This one doesn't sound good. They're to like, pick up on certain words they use and, you know, I know, I
0: don't try, I sometimes don't
3: trust Hard people. Hard to trust
1: people. Yeah.
0: But, uh, I was kind of in this situation, um, not, uh, not quite as much as twenty six hundred dollars. Um when I worked with Don and Roma here on this very radio station. Oh, I love Don and Roma. Uh they were so sweet. Um I was gone during the day and um I had left my credit card number on my iTunes account and the next thing I know I got a bill for close to four hundred dollars for oddly enough full seasons of Spongebob, and uh, I can't remember what other things, but it was all, like, things you could see. So I went home and asked the boys, and Michael, my oldest one, is like, no, Dylan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I knew right away it was him. (laughs) And I called my Discover card and explained the whole situation. I said, listen, I was at work. He was doing this. Mm -hmm. I must have left it on my iTunes account. And they... They took it off. Yeah. Well, but
1: see that I can understand, you know, you did it right away. I mean, cause I was thinking too with Amazon, but why would they care? It's like, did anyone notice? So they have like flags like, ooh, someone's ordering an awful lot of popsicles, but it's like Sam's Club or Costco, right? People go in and they buy product yeah. to sell or, or yeah, For you know, show, yeah, I, I mean, maybe they have an ice cream truck because to me, I was like, that should have kind of been flagged by someone. Eh.
0: Yeah, but you just don't know what's brewing yeah, in exactly, someone else's pot. Exactly. So, but I was surprised that Discover let that go, and and they said, you know, so basically what happened here is, you know, your kid did this without your permission, and I said, yeah, and obviously I took my card out, yeah. and did not keep auto save, but um, I was so embarrassed and like ashamed to call them.
3: Really? Yeah. And no. the Discover
0: lady I spoke to said. You're not the first one. And believe me, there's been more money
1: spent than that. I've got 15
0: calls behind you. It's going to be most
1: of those. My son
2: did the same thing on one of those games where it has the in app purchases. Oh, you know, and I had my credit card on there. And next thing you know, it's like $127 of, you know, in app purchases. And I called him and I explained. He's like, I'm like, he's like eight. He didn't know. And they're, and they took it off twice. Wow. They're but, like, and each time they said, "Okay, we're going to let it slide this time. Next time you call, we're not. Gonna, you're going to have to pay for it. Tell your son, blah blah blah. Next time it happened, I called again. Okay, I play, play so Candy very Crush, crush nice about it. and I, I, I
1: do had, too. And I hit something. I thought I had enough gold bar. I don't even know how that works. But I'm if that shows up in my credit card, I'm calling to yeah. say, you know what? I didn't even win that. They game, scam you so into it, yeah. I Did you like to buy that. a gold okay, pot, but that's <laughs> lying,
0: <laughs> Judy. I'm, I'm not lying. Lying. you.
1: I didn't win. I'm still on the same level.
0: What level are you on in Candy know. Crush? Four?
1: Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the hundreds, not the
0: thousands. I might be up to the thousands. I don't know. I don't oh.
1: even know. I don't even. See, all I, I enjoy know is, sleep. As opposed to <laughs> candy that puts crush. me to sleep sometimes.
0: Yeah, I need yeah. to shut my brain you can off. You only play by five doing games. And then something repetitive like it anymore?
1: Really? Um, yeah, you can't play all night mm. or all day. We have to take a break because we're right here after work. the
0: news, we've got... Um, all right, I'm a member of ARP. All right, there, I said it. Ooh, man. ARP. I should have joined uh, a few Ooh. years ago, but um, there is a state director of ARP, uh, the Washington Bureau, and he's written a book, and he talks about how to scam the scammers, and we're going to find out all about that after the news. And, Nick, I understand that, uh, you know, you can get your vaccines at work. What, is there a nurse and a needle at the door?
5: Sure, (laughs) she's going to give you a lollipop (laughs) and a Band-Aid with your favorite cartoon character on it. SpongeBob There you go. Who's on the line here? I believe it's Trish. Hi, Trish.
2: From Barley. That's Riley of B-Town.
0: Hey, Trish, what happened to you? Oh, this is
9: hilarious. My grandson was about four years old, and his name is Noah, by the way. Um, anyway, he's sitting in front of the TV and he's having a grand time playing this free game on Amazon. Well, we just, you know, I think he's just playing around and my husband starts looking and he goes, wait a minute, he's got a whole bunch of stuff that he probably shouldn't have. So we started watching him and every time one of those things came up, he clicked yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> get you. Kids don't know, <laughs> so man. Goes,
9: I know. My husband called Amazon and he said, you know, I think my grandson just said yes thing a couple of times. Well, they came back to the phone laughing. Oh, no, he hit it, like, $1,300 <laughs> worth. Of oh, oh. 1300 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's so funny because some were $99. Most of them were $1.99. I had, like, three pages of charges. But
0: Amazon was great, but they took it all off. They thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's good. You are so no, lucky, darn Trish. kids. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. I the Darn kids do everything, but I have to tell you, sometimes adults get um, in trouble. I, I will not say a lot of details, but a family friend got scammed in this way. She was helping another family member out, wanted to cancel her Amazon account, so... This family friend searched amazon dot com on the old Googler, clicked the first thing that came up mm. and they said, "Oh, yeah, we can cancel your account, but you have some Amazon dollars, so uh we can credit it to your bank account." Oh. and I'm telling you the person that got scammed is very intelligent, and I'm shocked that this happened but it happens all the time. There is a guy now who's going to fight back and help these people who are scammed. Doug Shadel, State Director, AARP Washington. Um, I read this article. Yes, I'm a member of AARP. I'm an art member, Doug. Me too. Good for you. <laughs> Doug, and Doug, <laughs> you're my that? new hero. Yes.
8: <laughs>
0: so inside the fraud factory, um, you basically go to the criminal's den learn their tricks, crack the code, and then what, protect us? Is that how this works?
10: Yeah, well, this all started about a year ago when I uh, stumbled onto a a YouTube website uh, by this guy named Jim Browning. That's not his real name.
0: I know, because I tried to find him.
10: (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, Jim Browning is an IT guy by day, you know, your typical tech support guy who works for companies. By night, he's this vigilante who has figured out a way to infiltrate scam computers and monitor them. So, how he does this is he's got a virtual computer, not tied to his other computers. He's got a phone line. And when he gets these robocalls, like we all have, like, you know, oh, you're due, somebody tried to buy an iPhone on Amazon, not unlike your story. He pretends to be interested. He calls, he, he picks up the phone, they say, Yes, um, you didn't try and buy an iPhone on Amazon? Okay, well, we owe you a refund. But to give you the refund, we have to remote access into your computer, right? Yeah. So he lets them in to his virtual computer, and while they're in his computer, he has figured out a way to reverse engineer his way into their computer, and he downloads software that allows him to watch and videotape everything they're doing.
1: Oh, oh my, my gosh. The best yeah. scammer of all.
10: Yeah. And so he's monitoring every night four or five different scammers. Most of them are in India. Not all scammers are Indian, but in this case, a lot of the ones he was monitoring were in India. And, and I tagged along with him for, for like the whole summer last year and watched these things. And it's like watching a bank robbery, right? Because he's watching the guy, the victim picks up the phone. Oh, I'm due a refund they let them in to the, their computer and then the, they go through a series of manipulations. I mean, there's basically two versions of this story. One is um, uh, what I was just describing, you know, there's a bad charge on your Amazon account. So let me in and I'll give you a refund. The other version, which a lot of us have experienced is you're on your computer one night and a pop-up comes up that says there's a virus on your machine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And a big siren sound and call this number. The number you call is in India. It's a boiler room. And what they do is say, we got a remote access in to fix your virus. We can do it. But you got a remote access in. And then they take you through a series of scare tactics. They'll take you to these screens that show benign things, but you think they're dangerous, like the event log that shows all these. Uh, the event log is something IT people use that just shows when computers open and close. But it looks scary, you know, mm-hmm. stop signs and danger and a board and all that. And they take you through these and say, you see these, all these stop and starts. Those are viruses on your computer. You have 1,300 viruses Ugh. on your computer. Now, I can get them off for you, but it's going to cost you $500, you know. So that's, those are the two things. And this is probably the top scam in the U.S. right now, especially as it relates to our people. Our older folks are the primary victims. And, and when I called Jim Browning, he, and he's got 3 million followers on YouTube, yeah. Jim Browning does. I didn't think he'd respond, but he said, you know, the average age of my viewer is twenty-five year a 25-year-old guy. I know that all the victims are older people, and I have trouble reaching them. So, of course, I'm going to cooperate with AARP because you reach all those people. And that's how we got started.
0: It is such a great article. You can find it online. You have also uh, put together a book, Outsmarting the Scam Artists: How to Protect Yourself from the Most Clever Cons. I guess Doug Shadle on the line with us. My question basically is who benefits from this? Like you said, most of these come from India. Is it a major corporation? It's not like an independent contractor who's trying to get money on their own. Yeah, it's not like
1: it's an Indian guy sitting there yeah. you know, feeding his family. Right. Like who benefits from
0: this?
10: Well, a lot of times it is a guy feeding his family. Really? I mean, it's, it's so easy to start. In fact, Jim did a video where he pretended to be somebody who was going to start up a scam, and I think the total cost to him was $68 to set the whole thing up. You know, robo-dialing is so cheap. You can buy, you know, I don't know, 10,000 calls for $100. It's so inexpensive. Anybody anywhere in the world can have a laptop, generate these calls coming into them, and then take people through. And what it's preying on, really, is fear, right? I mean, it's like especially for people like me, older people who are not as familiar with computers. Somebody tells you there's a virus on your computer. You're immediately in a state of fear. We know from our research of how con men operate. They want to get you into this state called ether, which is a heightened emotional state. You know, you ask con men, what's your number one strategy? And they always say the same thing. Get the victim under the ether. Get them into a heightened state of anxiety. Well, in 2021, in the middle of a pandemic, who isn't? in a state of anxiety you know what i mean absolutely so it's, it's open season i've
0: uh-huh. got some help from doug Shaddell. he's on the line with us, state director of aarp in washington arp doug why 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 the car warranty why was that the big one that started this all off
10: Uh, You know, you got me. I I assume it's because somebody recognized there's a lot of old cars out there. And, you know, one of the things, one of the themes I want to just point out is this whole thing about fear, right? I'm afraid my car is going to break. Oh, well, maybe I should get an extended warranty. The IRS is investigating you. Oh, that's a scary thing. Someone got a hold of your Social Security number. Uh, and your card was found in a car on the border in Texas. This is what we're seeing in the fraud world these days. It used to be the most common scam was you've won a prize, you've won the publisher's clearinghouse. Now it's all fear, and it's just because this goes back to our evolutionary past, right? You know, When you're walking down the, the pathway and a tiger comes out, you run and you think about it later. You react to fear. And the people who didn't run got eaten by the tiger. Those are not our ancestors. So it goes deep back into our past that fear works. The same with the computer thing we were talking about before. You've got a virus on your computer. That's a scary thing. And so I think that's really what a lot of these robocalls play on.
0: And who is going to believe the absolutely terrible audio that comes over? This is the IRS and you. I mean, they've computerized it. Uh, Who, honestly, who's going to fall for
3: that? A lot of people. people. Yeah.
10: Well, it's a numbers game, right? I mean, if you could press a button and call 100,000 households for. 150 dollars right you don't care that 99.9 percent of them think it's terrible audio as long as you have three four five people who respond and let you into your computer that's all they need right and so there are people who don't understand how automation works. They don't understand that it's really a computer bot that is not only calling you, but in some cases responding to your questions. We see this a lot with the charitable solicitation world now where, um, you know, you give money to a police or to a pack or something and you start asking questions. There's literally somebody at a soundboard somewhere in the world pressing a button that sounds like a woman from Iowa saying, I'm glad you asked me that question. Pre-recorded messages, and they press that button to respond. It's just technology, as great as it is, has facilitated a lot of this.
1: So, Doug, I love to um, just play with the scammers. I can't help myself. When I get a scam (laughs) phone call, like, you know, my Social Security number has been suspended, I just... Go along with it as, until they hang up, cause then they know I'm <laughs> yeah. on to them. But I just, but I will tell you, I got a call a couple weeks ago and, and it, they left a message and I called back thinking it was a scam and they, and I, they were asking me for something. And I said, well, you called me. What, cause, oh, maybe they said, why are you calling? And I said, I don't know. You called me. Why are you calling me? Anyway, we went back and forth, back and forth. and Finally, they called back again. I hung up. They called back again. Well, it was my mortgage company and, and oh. they hadn't gotten my payment. <laughs> Yeah. I was so embarrassed, but I was like, oh, what, you know, I thought it was odd that they wanted information from me. I'm like, no, you called me. Why are you calling? So,
0: what, yeah. what advice do you have for people, Doug? We, because I always say if you get a call, like I got one from, um, one of my, uh, phone services that said your account has been suspended. You can pay your bill right now. So I just went in the app and looked it up and, my phone was yeah, working. Yeah, it's a common one. But I mean, so basically you get a message from someone but then to make sure it's legit, you reach out to them to see if they called you. Would that be good advice?
10: Yeah, I think it is. One of the so robocalls just ignore them. And by the way, it's fine for you all I guess to play along with them. We don't advise people to play along with them because they can Trick you out of stuff if you're not careful. Oh, but
1: not I, me, Doug. Don't you worry. I got there. now. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> you're fine. No, <That's> no, <laughs> I know, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um,
10: but text messages is tricky. You know, you'll there, there'll be a text message like you described. Something wrong with your phone bill. Click this link, and we'll take you to what it takes you to is a fake website that looks like your phone company. <sighs> so you're right. The advice is, if you're worried about your phone bill or any other warning you get like that, independently contact service provider don't use the number they give you don't certainly don't click on the link because it'll take you to a fake website the other thing i want to point out with all these people every but one of us ordering so much stuff to be delivered at home the number one robo dial right now is amazon why because you just ordered something from amazon right it's very, and even though the message may sound fakey, you say, yeah, but I did, I am expecting a package right. from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong with Amazon, you know? And that's what makes it so believable. And the number of robocalls that have the word Amazon in it right now, they're wrong. They're all frauds. But be very wary of that. And what do you do if you're worried about your Amazon package? As you suggest, Wendy, you should independently go onto the site and see see where what the status is of it. Um, the other thing about the, the tech support thing, yeah. if you get a pop up that says there's a virus on your computer, the first thing you should do, it'll tell you don't turn your computer off. <laughs> turn your computer off. <laughs> do the power it. button for five seconds, then reboot it, and that will probably
1: get rid of it.
0: My God, thank you so much for yeah, everything. I am so afraid right now. I, we should be. Yeah. Oh. Trust no one. How do people get your book, uh, Doug? Outsmarting the Scam Artists How Amazon. to Present? Look uh, at that. I don't <laughs> believe him.
1: You'll be calling
2: everybody today to order it.
3: And
2: Doug, where's my tote bag from ARP? Dang it. You- sent it for my card weeks ago. I haven't got my tote bag. Oh, uh, D- my God. Doug oh my Chadelle,
0: it, it's Such a pleasure to talk to thank uh, thank you so much i think you've saved a lot of people this morning
10: all right you're perfectly welcome thank oh, you.
0: Thank you. Doug Chanel state director for ARP in
1: Washington and to give a- a- AARP, AARP, AARP some love i mean i love their magazine every month it's it's really informative
0: i know and it makes me feel better that you see like a Clooney on the cover you see Sheryl Crow you know yeah. it's like you know and you know what it okay. takes it takes someone from ARP to find the scammers
1: that's right i'm just saying
0: Mm. We're all over 50, and we can kick! Yes, we can. All right,
3: (laughs) it's been Wendy
0: Snyder uh, this morning. Thank you so much for listening. Bruce St. James should be back tomorrow. Uh, Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Wendy. And it's been a lot of fun here on WLS AM
3: 890. It's the Bruce St. James Show, right here on 890 WLS.